Hey Sean, what's your Windows experience meter? What's my what's Windows experience meter? Let me look that up. How do you okay. look that up again? Oh, oh I don't remember. Right, right, click, on, right click on computer properties. No, I can just type in performance and go to performance information and tools, and it'll be right there. 5.3. Ooh. Oh, that's it? That's just because of the graphics. Everything else is, besides primary hard disk, is over 6, if not over 7. Yeah, okay. mine's the exact same. I'm at 4.6 because of my graphics card. Mine's st you're still better than mine. Well, like, I'm 5.1, so right in the middle. So right, I'm the lowest. That's a weird uh, switch up, eh? That I'm yeah. winning. Yeah. winning. Yeah. You're Sean's winning in Windows performance. Yeah. Well, uh, it's weird that it's on a scale of 1 to 7.9. Well, I think yeah. it's weird that the lowest score is what your score is. That's also weird, but no, the reason it goes up to 7.9 is as they make newer and better uh, graphics components, and, and they have to, they can't just be like, well, now this one's also a 5, they have to go higher, so it, like, it, it's always changing. Awesome. Yeah, but, uh, no, I got a 7.7 .7 for both the processor and memory, 5.3 for the graphics, however, the card does have a dedicated, like a 1 gig of dedicated memory on the graphics card. Um, gaming graphics is 6.6. .6. Okay. I, I don't know the difference. Are you going to upgrade that at some point? Or? I might. It, I've tried it out, um, and it's like I was like, hey, on Steam, what's the most like taxing game I have? Oh, Microsoft Flight. Runs fine. Okay. Wait, that's the most taxing game you have? It, it's actually pretty taxing com when I looked at it. compared. Yeah, but it is. It's the most taxing oh, well, game I mean, I you don't have like Crisis or anything Well, no, because like ne I never bought super high-end games because I knew my laptop couldn't run it, so the only things I was buying was like the Humble Indie Bundle. Okay. So, so does Amnesia just look <clears throat> sick? Does Binding I've, of Isaac run good? I don't have Binding of Isaac, and I never turned on Amnesia, so I don't know. Okay. I guess for those listening, I I got a new computer. Sean got a new computer. Uh, yeah. Just before going to PAX, and I've been using yeah. it. And we're recording, and I'm using it, and I can talk, and I can do stuff while we record. It's fantastic. This yeah. Top-down perspective. And, yeah, on top-down perspective. Bundle. Video games. We're here. Video games, yeah. Uh, uh, September 14th? Um, you know what, let's just say it's the 13th. Let's just say it's the 13th. I'm going to try right. and get it up on the 14th, but in terms right. of news... I guess yeah. it's also you, best to just say that. You're just going to break the whole KFOB about... Oh, yeah, we're not lying to our listeners anymore. We're just going to be up front with you. It's September 13th. The Wii U event just happened this morning. Did right, any of so, you guys wake up and watch it? Yes, let's get right into news, the news right let's now. Get the news out of the way. News time. Important stuff happening news, right news, now. News, news, news. I woke up at 7.30 this morning, like I always do, and I watched it. Nice. John, did you watch it? Nope. Did you I, see that awful I slept video? In. I slept in because I was... I got a nice, scary picture this morning when I woke up. What? What? Is, okay. Uh, when I woke, I woke up this morning to see an excavator outside my window. Right, I, I read your Twitter about this. That's yeah, funny. so uh, my neighbor's house got torn down. Nice. Oh, Okay. So was there like big like swinging ball? No, the know, excavator the whole... was doing the work, but yeah, that's. I woke up to hearing a house being smashed apart, which was a really weird experience. Did you get some sick footage of it? No, I didn't. I didn't bother. Okay. I, oh, speaking of sick footage about things getting knocked down. Okay. Uh, I, those uh, prices. What are no, we, no, what are no, no. Doing? I was on my way to okay. class the other day, and I was like, you know what? Like, I saw these guys chopping down a tree, and I kept biking, and then about half a block later, I was like, I can go to class on time literally any other day. I can't okay. see a tree fall over every day. So I went back, and I watched them cut down this tree, and it was actually really cool, because 
It was right beside a house, so they had to make it fall in a strategic way. So they yeah. had a rope tied to the tree and tied to a lamp post with this, like, pulley in the middle. So the guy would saw the tree a bit, and the other guy would pull on the rope to tighten it to make it start leaning this way. The guy sawed mm-hmm. some more. He pulled it more so it would keep coming, and then the guy sawed a bit more. Then they both went over, and using just the rope, pulled the tree down. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to class on time. I'm watching this tree get pulled down. Nice. When I, I went out for I went out for lunch at one point, and when I came back while they were still working on the house, I found this old guy sitting in like one of those electronic wheelchairs, just sitting in my driveway, watching them tear down just the house. In, in your driveway? In my driveway. I was just like, uh, hi, <laughs> oh, hello. And he's like, have you seen next door? <laughs> no, awesome. sir, not at all. I guess that backtracking was... a bit to sick footage stories. Um, on the walk home from the grocery store, I saw this like trail of whipped cream. It was like a blood trail. Okay. So I had to get some sick footage of that. So it's going to be on my YouTube channel. you saying cream got shot? Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't, like, I can't explain why someone would be dribbling whipped cream along, like, half a block of sidewalk and then just dropping the can. But it looked awesome. So, so did you follow it? Did you follow it to the end? I followed it to the end. What was I it found, the end? Or was it a can. surprise for the, for the video? Well, I guess the surprise was it wasn't sour cream, which was my initial hypothesis. So, there you go. Video game podcast. This is what we talk about here: sour cream, whipped cream. Um, Wii U. Can we get back to actually talking about that? Oh, so some let's, news. Yeah, let's actually yeah, do some that. news. Like we said, <laughs> okay. Reggie Fizeme walking out on stage, finally giving us details. Not at TGS. What, what happened? Like just at their own. Thing. Okay, so I kind of did the write up. I can kind of go through that if you want. Sure. <clears throat> okay. So they start I off. I could, uh, too, release date November eighteenth in North America. Now that's a Sunday. If we so. backtrack just a little bit, the night beforehand, I think it would have been one in the morning our time, mm-hmm. uh, Japan had an event very similar to this, doing all what's coming out, so we knew a lot of what it was going to be, because it was very similar. However, there is they don't get the Wii U until December 8th? 8th or 10th? Yeah, that's the, that's the date I saw, it was the 8th. Okay, 8th, yeah. So, um, But then I was hearing people saying, no, that happened before, they're, North America will get it sooner, they're going to want it out before Thanksgiving. Uh, they were correct. Black yeah, Friday, eighteenth. So <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that crazy though. Like Japan rarely ever gets left behind. Well, that's great. I'm happy about it. <laughs> maybe that's just well, them trying just to show what, com- what country they're marketing it towards. Yeah, maybe. I think it's mainly just. I think it, it really is that Thanksgiving weekend, and they really want to get people to purchase it. When's Black Friday? Isn't that around Thanksgiving? It's. I think the second or third weekend of uh, November. It, it probably is the third. Isn't that Thanksgiving as well? Right. So that's yeah, the yeah, Sunday. It's, it's like so that weekend, like, basically. Yeah, so they, I think they want to hit that, because that's big shopping day. They, people are going to be in the stores, right? Okay, no, it has to be the fourth weekend of November, then, because... So it would be the, the subsequent weekend. Friday. Okay, like, it comes out yeah. Sunday, so be that Friday is crazy day. So yeah, so they definitely want to hit that, right? So you have a couple days before everyone wants one to get it? I don't know. I'm just going to okay. go pre-order one. That really seems like the easiest thing to do, especially considering how the Wii went. I'm going to line up outside the Walmart four in the morning. It's going to so be fun. So speaking of pre-ordering, I already pre-ordered mine. Which bundle did you go with? I got the deluxe. So yeah, let's actually give all the information. Yeah. Two packages, um, however, they did point out, but it is nearly impossible to put a price on all you're getting in these bundles. So keep in mind, <laughs> we're, we're getting a deal. $300 okay. is the basic one. It's the white version, 8 gigabytes. You get the console, you get the gamepad, an HDMI cable, ho-ho, and the sensor Sweet. bar. Okay. Weird thing about the sensor bar, Japan doesn't get a sensor bar. They don't, like, need it. 
I think they just assume everyone in Japan already has a Wii. Everyone in North North America has a Wii. I'm looking at one right now. Ah, I have we two. Have, we we have four. Yeah, so house. you just destroyed your own point. Anyways, moving on. The $350 <laughs> deluxe version is the black console, 32 gigabytes. Comes with a charging cradle for the gamepad, as well as Nintendo Land. Woo! A stand for the pad and the console, and you get the di- the deluxe digital promotion, which they didn't talk about. However, in the Japanese uh, announcement, they talked about a premium service that seems to be um, <clears throat> vaguely PlayStation Plus like. No, 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 no. No, no. It's more um, when you purchase games. It's more like more integrated Club Nintendo. You'll get coins to get, and you can use more that towards games. towards yeah. games. And they even said DLC. So they're using oh, okay. Club Nintendo integrating it more. Um, Which like I said, I'm, that's great. That's brilliant. That is really good, for sure. For sure. But, and um, only for 50 bucks more, that's such a small Yeah, well, difference. considering Nintendo Land's price is going to be about 60 bucks. Yeah, that, that plus alone. you get the 24 extra gigs of stuff to mess around with. Like, that's that's my thing. I need that, so... Well, I don't think most people are going to worry about that, because they said USB storage works, so you can just hook up, like, a 2-terabyte drive, and you're golden. Oh, okay. So everyone here is going to be getting the deluxe, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, for that small of a difference, it just seems silly. I, I do to. like how they've actually differentiated between the two with the colors. That I don't I don't like that, because what if I wanted a white one? It's like, I want a white 32 gigabyte. Exactly. Dude. You can't get that. With the charge pad. Yeah. But I, want I don't know. I guess it just makes it easier. Brother. It's like, hey, do you want the white one or the black one? And the person's like, well, I'm a boy, so I want the black one. Thank I, you. I guess. Or whatever. But, um... Yeah, so I have the deluxe uh, pre-ordered from Future Shop. Uh, Why Future Shop? Is there any special promotion? Or? No, that was just the first place that had it, and I was like, "All right, I'll probably go to Best Buy and pre-order." I, well, I this picked, week. A, I got my Vita through Future Shop, and it actually came relatively quickly, so I was happy with that, and I was like, "Okay." You don't want that line experience. That's like ninety percent of what I want. You're right. I don't even really care. The line experience is no. cool, and knowing I, me, I, I've did, gone I did to the Wii lineup. And, I did the weed lineup thing. It was it was kind of okay because everyone was there playing games. But... I could wear my Mario hat. Yes, you could. I'm just saying. Yeah. It would be a culturally appropriate place to wear it. <laughs> yes, yes, it will. Um, anyway. Why did that kill the conversation? I'm talking I don't know about why my I Mario the hat. I'm just thinking I'm about excited. you in your hat now. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'll keep moving on. Um... It does none of neither of them come with the uh, Wii remotes or nunchucks because. But they, keep in mind, it works with almost all Wii games. Yeah, they mentioned that. So I don't know. I don't, what the, I don't know what the yeah. I don't know what the almost, almost is, but there's probably something that just doesn't work. I don't probably know like third party like plastic accessories or something. Maybe stupid. yeah. Um, and they're also going to start selling Wii U branded Wii remotes and nunchucks, just to you know. Oh, this one has the Wii U on it, so I can use it. Actually, didn't they say all Wiimotes had to be, like, Motion Plus for it now or something like that? I don't remember them saying that. However, they don't sell non-Motion Plus Wiimotes anymore. So well, I'm just that could be the like, thing. Maybe that's why it doesn't work. Though Maybe that's part of the almost, is the first-generation Wiimotes won't work. See, that's what worries me, because the majority of the Wiimotes we have here are normal ones, not the Motion Pluses. So. Right. Me too, well, yeah. I have, pick yeah, up no, I only, ha- I only I have two. Gotta go no. buy Fling Smash. There's no yeah. other way. There you go. Or what is it? We was there a We Play Two? You mean We Sports Resort? No, We Play Two. No, I don't think there was a. We there was Play just 2. a We Play. I thought there was a second one. And it came with Motion Plus. You're you're thinking of We Sports Resort? No, I'm not. But anyway, I yeah, I think I don't think I have a dedicated one. I do have the attachment though. That's what I was using for Zelda. Okay. 
And as part of Nintendo Land, they announced a new mini game, which I was just seeing some footage of. They announced a uh, couple, didn't they? They announced the Metroid one, and they announced uh, Pikmin one. Metroid Blast. Yeah, the yeah. only one they really showed, though, was Metroid Blast. It's a wave-based multiplayer game. Um, you know, it's it's a basically a, a kind of a mini game thing. Uh, so like Horde mode, but cooperative kinda, with your but, buddy. You know, lighter, I guess. Yeah. Um, a, a big chunk of the conference was spent on Nintendo TV. Haha. <laughs> VII, right? They even make that joke, so <clears throat> which seems to be really similar to uh, kind of a lot of the features of what Smart Glass is going to do for the Xbox in okay. terms of uh, so you're watching hey, Game of Thrones and it's like, hey, this is where Peter Dinklage is. Yeah, here's some extra stuff going on. Yeah, you're watching sports. Here's the plays they're currently doing on the pad. Um, this is this and, guy's batting averages for the last three seasons. Right. The cool thing I they just made, made that up. I don't know if they actually said <clears> that. I have no okay. idea. It wasn't they only showed football from what I remember. Oh, okay. They this don't have guys bats. catch ratio. I don't know. I'm gonna be I'm gonna blow Football's... your mind with some sports knowledge. There's no bats in football. Oh yeah, you're right. What What? <laughs> the cool the interesting thing people seem to be up about is uh how you can kinda, you know, l- have a library of shows and then you pick it and it'll tell you, hey, this show is available on this device on this service, this one, this one, or on T V right now. Which is actually really uh similar to an iPhone app I have called iTV, which even at the end of the thing they said, we're partnering with iTV for this. And I was like, I thought that looked familiar. Okay. So, for example, you want to watch your modern family, and it goes, hey, this is on Netflix, this is on Hulu, it's not on Amazon Instant Prime, but it's also on TV, or you can TiVo it. Like, it'll have a list of where you can get this, basically. Oh, okay. Which is definitely cool. Uh, In Canada, though, we don't get Amazon Instant Prime, so. Or Hulu. Do we not have Hulu? I'm pretty sure we don't. Okay, I've never looked into it. So. Hulu is American only. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. That's the thing. So it's just um, Netflix and TiVo. And, and then TV. TV. So, no pretty great. Canada. <laughs> yep, pretty great. Um, Can you also just add Pirate Bay in there? Just like, <laughs> hey, is it on there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah, Nintendo's sure. going to go for that one. Oh, okay. Just, um, just checking. So moving away from some Wii U like hardware stuff, they showed a few more games. First off, Bayonetta 2. Yeah! It was a teaser. It was literally like 10 seconds. Uh, and it's a Wii U exclusive. That yeah, shocked the you, hell out of me. How do you feel about that? That's weird. I think it's weird. Well, you know sure why, though, happy. right? No. Well, Platinum's working with them on uh, P100, a.k.a. something no. else. Nintendo's publishing it. Oh, Okay. Apparently, that's the only reason it's getting made. Apparently, Nintendo is partnering with Sega to publish it. Nintendo and Sega working together. I know. It was, well, it'd be sh- more shocking if the Mario and Sonic games went on for, like, forever. I know. <laughs> but that's what I've been reading online. Apparently, that's the only reason Bayonetta 2 exists. It would not exist otherwise. Okay. So, to me, fuck yeah, Nintendo. Thank you so much for continuing a series I love. I or guess. turning it into yeah. a series. I wasn't huge into Bayonetta, so I guess I don't really care. Hmm. But I I thought Bayonetta... I think Bayonetta, it was like my favorite game of that year. You, yeah, you know, you you definitely liked it. Nathan, you liked it quite a bit too, I seem to recall. Yeah, Are you, are you, just, nice are you just missing... I guess they do have the pro No, controller. the only thing... Like, I guess, the, like, for context, I just this past week I've been reading a lot of impressions of uh, Batman Armored Edition on the okay. Wii U. sure. And, like, two different, like, sources I looked at were like, man, this game looks bad. Like, just graphically, they're just comparing it directly to PS3 and 360. They're just like, this looks really crappy. I hope this is just because it's not done yet. 
and now I'm just kind of like, how graphically powerful is this thing? Well, in keep this in mind, conference? A, it's not Rocksteady working on it. It's some third party that's for... So it could just be like a wonky port? Yeah, and keep in mind, this is a, a launch title game, so it's going to look yeah. like garbage. All launch titles usually look like garbage. I guess. I'm just, I you know, I want my Bayonetta looking good. So. Bayonetta's not a launch title, though. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. It's so going to be at least a year. At least a year before Bayonetta 2 even comes on. out. Alright, maybe it's unfounded. Also, maybe Armored Edition will be better than it looks right now, but... Like, did they ever break down hardware specs in this conference, or were they just kind of... No, kinda... they didn't. However, it's like taping two Xboxes together. I think they... they did say it's a little bit more powerful than standard consoles. I saw a listing on Kotaku of, like, the internal specs of the system. How's that Do you know what they are up? in comparison? Uh, in comparison, probably not. Yeah, so... Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll continue on. Um... Project P100, they released the f- official name of it. It's called yep. the 100... Sorry. The Wonderful, the wonderful 100. 101. No, the Wonderful 101. Right. Yeah, that's right. It, but there's only 100 people in the game, but you're the 101st Dalmatian. Yeah. Yay! I'm part of the team! That's yeah, the dumbest I, I thing. I don't know if I like the name. I like P100, to be I honest. I like Project P100, because that, that seems so sterile and just... But anything with the word project in it isn't going to be a final title. I know, that's why like... I loved it. That's why it was so, like, just, like, cold and, like, technical. Oh, Like, okay. can someone just be like, this is game 368,422nd? Because that's, that's like the Project game Project Hammer. So that's this Project Hammer? I'm just going to say Project Hammer a couple more times until someone says, yeah, I remember that. Never came out. That sounds familiar. Huh? 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 I do know it. Sorry, I just muted my mic for a second. Alright. Just want validation. Okay, so, Wonderful 101, Platinum Games, double shot of awesomeness coming to the Wii U. I am so shocked to see Platinum so gung-ho about working with Nintendo. Yeah, I guess it's kind of nice. They have one big thing in their corner. Were there any other stuff they showed? Uh, not really. They um they mentioned Did that the launch window is going to... <laughs> it's from November 18th until March, so, you know... Same thing they did with the, uh, the, 3DS. the 3DS. But the 3DS one, I seem to recall it just getting bigger and bigger, that launch window. That's it's because the games kept getting moved out of it. But yeah. yeah, basically until Kid Icarus came up, that was the uh, launch window. <laughs> okay. Um, so they said we have more than 50 games in our launch lineup, so over the course of four months or whatever it is, what would that be? Five months? Um, and they said that New Super Mario Bros. U and Nintendo Land are launch games. Games will be sixty dollars. That wasn't at the uh, in, at the information thing. I just read that right on. So yeah, so like of course they'll say it's going to be their strongest launch lineup ever. But I, yeah, I don't it's know. Sure, marketing. I would just like to see if it actually is because I remember the three DS one sucking. Well, that Mario game's coming out. So well, that's a what big was even game. at launch of three DS? It was like Steel Diver, Steel Diver, Pilot Wings Resort. I think that was all for Nintendo. No, n- no, no. Oh, Nintendo Dogs, Nintendo Dogs and Cats. Oh, isn't there some Ubisoft stuff all the time? No, there's always Ubisoft stuff. Uh, Street, Street Fighter? Street Fighter 2, or yeah, Super Street Fighter 4 was the, the best title out of the one. Was that Ghost Recon one of them? Yeah, that was one of them. I love that game. You liked that game, but yeah, yeah, no, I didn't pick up any for a while, so. But yeah, no, that was the Wii U event this morning. Um, So we're all on board, get, we're all getting one? Like, like I'm, I am still on board. Um, Mainly just, I've, I've said this elsewhere, but uh, just... Everything else comes to PC for the most part, except your Halos and exclusive titles. Nintendo stuff is always weird enough that it needs its own console. So, yeah, all right. I'll, well, I'll try are you it thinking out. of not getting the next Xbox and PS? I honestly, maybe. Weird. Xbox specifically, kind of want to flip those guys off for a bit. I, I want to see 
I, I have a feeling the red ring issue might come back to haunt Xbox, so that's, I can see why people would hold off on that. Okay. I'm, I'm more just like, the way they've gotten kind of douchey about Xbox Live, they're just like, we're the biggest thing going, we're so awesome, check out these ads, you're paying, you love us. And yeah, but like, keep right, in mind, I'm they were like the best for years there. I know, but they're not anymore, and they need to humble up some. Eat some of that humble pie. Remember test the, the tester? It's like that. It's pretty much that. <laughs> right, the tester is what made the difference. Tip the all scales. these life lessons. Yeah, life like lessons Sony clearly cares about its fans because it's providing all this amazing content. All right, and... I found those tech specs if you want me to. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sure, yeah, run through. I'll stop saying right. facetious things about the tester. Uh, price they're going for basic set three fifty for deluxe set size approximately one point eight inches high ten point six inches deep and six point seven five inches long weight approximately three and a half pounds uh, an IBM power based multi core processor GPU is AMD Radeon based high definition GPU that's uh, all it says it doesn't okay hmm it's just high definition it's H- it's AMD it's awesome like it doesn't have a number no well usually the console ones don't have like a specific one that match up with a graphics card you just Okay. Like, I think the one in, like, the GameCube was called, like, the Dolphin Chip or something like that. Literally, that's partly where that's the Dolphin all we came get. from. Okay. Sorry, continue. Okay, storage. We use an internal flash memory, 8 gigs with the basic 32 gigs with the deluxe for data storage. It also supports SDHC memory cards and external USB storage. Uh, media, Wii U and Wii Optical Disk. Wii U Optical Discs have a 25 gigabyte data capacity. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. That is oh. on par with a single-layer Blu-ray, apparently. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly. Do we have any concern about this kind of echoing the 360 launch where they they debuted with two different consoles? One was kind of bad and one was good. But like, there's not that big of a difference between the two besides storage space. And you can just buy a external hard drive anyway. Yeah, no, I don't think there's much of an issue. Keep in mind, I think that cheaper one is for people who, like, you know, your mom that has the Wii. Right. Right, so they're just so like just that oh, two ninety nine is that you know number my kids like Mario, so I'll pick up this Wii U to get them the Mario game, and then we're but happy. Like, but just at fifty bucks, like you're really right. No, it's it's difference. better to go for the deluxe, but you know if you're not going to use it a whole ton, then why? Okay, I got gotcha. you. Anything else, John? Uh, pretty much all the same stuff. Uh, wireless N. Uh, oh, well, four, yeah. U- four USB 2.0 ports. Uh, 2.0, really? At this yeah. stage of the game? Okay. Well, I, I guess I maybe anything to keep costs down, so. Yeah. Alright, um, so should we just run through the rest of the news, then we'll talk about what we've been playing? Sure. Yeah, do you want to talk about, like, I don't know, how do you want to do this? Nintendo stuff, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright? Yeah, let's jump into that then. Uh, so we finally got a Japanese release date on Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright. Okay. Uh, November 29th for that. So, if we go by what how it usually works for Professor Layton games, we'll get it next fall. Okay. It's, it's usually how it works. Did we um, talk about Phoenix Wright Five? No, that was announced this week though. I didn't put anything down. Do you know yeah, much? Um, Phoenix Wright Five. Phoenix is the main character again. Uh, confirmed for the U.S. so far. No date yet. Probably after Phoenix Wright Professor Layton. Sure. Uh, Maya, main character. Some main characters have not shown up yet. This does take place after Apollo Justice, but so far there's been no mention of if Apollo's in it. I really want to play those Phoenix Wright games before this crosswind comes out, but uh, yeah. So they announced a little bit of new uh, like info on what the game will be. There'll be adventure modes and trial modes. During the adventure mode, you play as Layton. During trial mode, uh, you play as the Phoenix Wright guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix. 
okay. Phoenix, Phoenix Wright is sure. his actual name. Wasn't sure. Like I said, I haven't played them. Fair enough. I should um, just, you should just borrow them off me. I, you know, I'll probably do that. And I'll play through them just like I did Tales of the Abyss. How far did you actually get in Tales of the Abyss? I turned it on on the drive down. Yeah, we saw actually, that cutscene. Fun story. We were. I was like, I can't hear any of the dialogue. So we plugged it into the car so that everyone could hear the dialogue. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? It would be better than this if we played Luminous through the car. And we did that. So I literally played nothing. So you played the exact same amount that I did. And you got through the first cutscene and stopped. Yep. Nice. I want to play it, but yeah, stuff was happening. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, not much info about that. I'm just glad to see it's still happening, and that's cool. One other quick thing about Professor Layton, though. Um, apparently, the Professor Layton that's coming out this fall for Japan will be um, and the Generation A or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the last Professor Layton game, they say. Really? They're yeah. actually ending the series? I guess. I'm assuming... Well, the last one starring Layton. Maybe, what they yeah, said? they might do something else. Because here's the thing, right now we're going through the prequel trilogy, Mm -hmm. so at the end of this, if they wanted to continue the story, it would have to be after the third game, not the sixth game. So who knows what they're going to do. That thing sells great, and it's, I hope they don't stop it, but who knows. We still have at least two years left of uh, Layton in North America. We get uh, Miracle Mask, the first 3DS one this fall. In October, I believe, so... Uh, what should we move on to next? Speaking of things that may be out in two years, Yeba? Yeba, there we go. I don't know. Uh, in- Inafune announced his new game. It still has zombies in it? But it also has action. Well, but didn't Dead Rising have action? Did, did it have ninjas? Yeah, you that could get sword. a ninja costume. Did it have yeah. mech suits? No. You could dress up as Mega Man. You could dress up as Mega Man. I actually true. don't even know if you get mech suits. I w- the report literally said Mecha, so I don't know what that is. Mecha Hitler. Okay. Yes. You you turn into Mecha Hitler and fight zombies. There you go. Dead Rising okay. didn't have that. So That is true. Game okay, you're right. Here. So, pre-order now. Zombie action game in Afune. Nathan is there Garrett. much? What? I'm just looking at, like, concept art type drawings. Yeah, that's all, that all they put out, so really. Yeah. Okay. I like but... Dead Rising... One zombies are still hot. Do you think that like the Walking Dead video game has kind of resurged zombies? I don't think it's solely responsible because there's a lot of zombie stuff going on all over the place. Yeah, but... I don't think zombies ever really stopped being in. No, I think people got tired of them. But ever since like that, since like the Walking like, Dead show, everyone's been like, I like zombies a lot know, again. It's it's kind of personally reinvigorated the whole concept for me. Like it's like you know what. Apparently, you can still mine this vein and find cool stuff in it, so thumbs up. That's also why I was kind of excited about Project Zomboid, if we want to talk about that. Well, um, let's jump into that, because Zom is in both these. Well, it's got zombies in it. it. It's one of the first batch of green light titles that was successfully voted in. Um, it looks It's like an isometric zombie survival game. Um, I was kind of getting a Fallout vibe off it, like the first one. You know, or like that kind of clicky Diablo thing, but with zombies okay. and collecting food and whatever. Actually, very Dead Rising, like you have to manage your food, like seven day survival mode or something. I've heard it's pretty good. Okay. Did we, did we ever mention how uh, you had to pay to get into the Green Light program? We didn't. I I didn't right. read that article, yeah, but there was something pretty about much all sorts of Green Light news has happened over the past like week or so. Um, they debuted the thing, like they're kind of crowdsourcing means of getting new games on there. 
they've got flooded with tons of garbage and apparently instead of hiring more people they just decided to add a hundred dollar like fee to that to kind of quell the bad submissions all that money goes to child's play so that's how they're justifying it oh, okay but it's it's kind of getting some weird like bickering and like kind of grumbling happening in the indie community is like hey some of us you know a hundred dollars isn't much to some of you I kind of want to eat a sandwich, and now I can't. So, thanks. Like, that kind of thing. Like, it's it's not going over 100% well with everybody. G- Greenlight's weird. Have you guys looked through all that stuff that's going on? I like, voting on stuff? All, honestly. Oh, okay. It's just so much stuff. Like, it's like, I don't know, like, I've, whenever I click to vote on something, like, it's just like, oh, weird, I'm going to look up racing games. And then I found a game called Race the Sun, which, uh, it's kind of neat. Um, but then you kind of vote on, yeah, I, I think I'd buy that, and then it starts kind of just feeding you a queue of stuff that you might also want to look at, but I think it's, that stuff's based on popularity already. It's, it's weird. It's hard to kind of find the dark corners of it. Well, the whole idea awesome is, all it. of it is a dark corner, right? And this is the best well, I of guess. the dark corner. And all of it's like a popularity contest to kind of get the most votes. So it's just kind of developers pitching their games to the people, and they're just kind of like, try to make this sound as awesome as possible with, like, a one small video and some screenshots and, like, a paragraph. Right, so, well, everyone's going to do that. Yeah. It, they're it's not just going to put their game out and hope people find it and like it. They need to sell their game. I know, but it's just, like, there's just so many games. I think that's the only revelation for me is just, like, wow, there's a lot of independent development going on, and everyone seems to kind of be hoping for that Minecraft thing to happen. Like, we're in open beta right now. You can buy our game for $5. We'll support you forever. Just help us out. Well, for sure. As soon as one, you know, uh, like, project or way of starting up works, everyone's going to do that until the next thing works. That's why there's so much Kickstarter going on. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's another wave of that stuff happening. And it's kind of neat and exciting, like, to see it all happen, but it's also just a big fight. Like, everyone wants that attention. It's bloodthirsty. Um, so, speaking of which, yeah, so Valve, uh, was one they of the released ones. the first Greenlit games that it will be going through onto Steam. Like, some of these uh, aren't even done yet, but I guess... Do you want me to go down the list here? Yeah, we like, there's some stuff we're already familiar with, but... So, yeah, Black ahead. Mesa... Cry of Fear, Dream, Heroes and Generals, Kenshi, McPixel. Oh, hey, I've heard of that. No More Room in Hell, Project Zomboid, Routine, and Towns. Those are the first ones. They're not going to be coming out simultaneously, but those will be moving on to Steam shortly. I I thought McPixel was already on there. Uh, It's not. It's on iOS and such, which I finally got that. Um, they also, I guess, briefly on McPixel, they did a pretty gutsy advertising thing and had ads on Pirate Bay. Right. Which yeah, I have the, I have that article on my Insta paper. I haven't read it yet. Yeah. Um, which I think is a great idea because you know a popular site's a popular site, so exactly on it. But any press is good press. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Steam, uh, the big picture mode beta went live this week. Who checked it out? I did eventually check it out. Um, I haven't used it a ton, but it, it's for controllers. Like, I for initially I was still using my mouse, and I was like, "What? Why is this a thing?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." So yeah, 360 gamepad. It's a, basically a dashboard for your computer. Yep. And Have you tried typing? No. Have you seen Appar- the keyboard? Apparently, interface? that's actually really cool. Okay. Well, have you seen the Have you seen the interface? No, I guess Sean, you've you've spent more time with it. What? what yeah, I didn't. What I, I haven't done it with the controller because I don't have a wired 360 controller. But I was okay. just 
from seeing uh, screenshots and whatnot. And I actually haven't put my computer onto a big TV trying it out. I just did it on my monitor, mm-hmm. which is pretty big. But anyway, uh, the keyboard interface, for those who haven't seen it, think of like a flower, and all the petals are like four um, letters or numbers, characters basically, in mm-hmm. the shape of a diamond, similar to the face buttons on the 360 controller. So you basically move over to that pedal and then press the letter you want. I don't. Making... I'm having a hard time visualize why this is good or intuitive, but I haven't it's... used it yet. Oh, okay, I haven't used it. People were saying it was good from what I was reading. It, it looked interesting. So, okay, who knows? Uh, but generally, I guess it, it it's really only good for hey, I want to boot up some games or I want to chat with some friends or join a game. Like you can't do green light stuff through that or any of the weirder community features. Which it is in beta, no, I thought, so I'm I thought sure they it'll said come. all the community features were there, like chatting and that. Well, chatting and stuff, but I just specifically like the big thing I've been doing with Steam this week is Greenlight, so it can't do that. I guess I just didn't see it in there. But, okay, no, okay. fair enough. That that is like I'm not really there, faulting yeah. it because it's in beta, but it was just like that's that explains why I was using Steam a lot and not necessarily using Big Picture Mode. But I did play a couple indie games and stuff in there. All right. It also has a built-in web browser if you want that. Yep. That's true. Yep. You can tweet and Facebook in it. That's yep. just there in there. Never have to leave your Steam. I guess it'd be your laptop for you, Nathan. Yeah, it's yep. it's the face of gaming on your computer now. Um, but hey, I don't. I won't have time for any of that stuff at all once I get Wonderbook. I, I don't you know. won't. <laughs> Wonderbook pricing announced specifically the Book of Spells, which is the Harry Potter one. Ooh. I guess they didn't talk about any of the other ones, did they? No, it was just not really. Harry Potter. But what that else really did they need? Because that thing was super interesting, right? <clears throat> yeah, it totally ten deserved ten minutes. Stage presentation. Potter Live demo, more. folks. Live demo. Live demo, folks. Anyway, um, two bundles. You can get the move bundle for eighty bucks. Comes with the game, some peripheral. I have no idea what that is. The camera and the move controller, or you can get the standalone, which will be forty bucks. Where you can get the game with the peripheral, and the not peripheral be... as well. Wouldn't it be the book? Isn't it a fake book? I guess maybe it would be the book, but in the release, it just said a peripheral. I guess it would have to be the book. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Okay. That would make a lot of sense. And right up to recent stuff, next week, Raymond gets his own Infinite Runner game. So, Raymond Jungle Run. Right, comes out uh, September 20th. Art style of uh, Raymond Origins. I'm going to grab that. Okay. wonderful. What system is on? iOS. Oh, Maybe okay. Android as well. I just know it's mobile. I might get it if it's Android. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Raymond's good. So, I'm excited. I think that was I think that was it for all the news. Yeah, because yeah. we jumped straight into Wii U stuff again. Alright, let's go back in time. Uh, games we played. John, what have you been doing? Playing video games. Awesome! Uh, a, lot, a lot this time for once. Video yeah, games are great. fun, right? Why did you... Well, it is... Keep in mind, this is three weeks worth of games. Oh, okay, that's why this oh, yeah, list it has is been, pretty big. Hasn't yeah, been three because weeks we, yeah, too. because it was the week before PAX, it was the week after PAX, and then it was the week after that one because last week we did just a PAX podcast. Oh yeah, no, you're totally right. So there's okay. a ton of stuff we got to talk about. Well, thankfully, in that that two week time span where we were like off at PAX and stuff, I only played New Super Mario Brothers two. Sure. Right, so, and you've talked about that before on this. Podcast. Yeah, I, you I, were I at finished like it. I finished it and got a five star rating. Okay. You were at 150,000 coins or something last time we talked. Or you, did you get the million? I here's the thing. Did you actually I, get a million? 
No. You're an idiot. He what? said no. Oh, okay. Calm down, Jeez. Jeez. That seems Jeez. like something you would do. Okay. See, I, okay, I was going to explain that. All right, okay. all right, all right. I got through the entire game. I and did a bunch two of million. Did all the street pass challenges I got that I was able to finish at PAX because they kept wiping too fast. Uh, yeah. Uh, I ended my run with 720,000 coins. So, uh, to actually get the million, I'd have to sit down and grind out the rest, and I just can't do it. Yeah, that's what I said, but I stopped way earlier than that. But no, all that all that came from, like, doing the street passes and stuff, so... I guess I didn't really street pass. Because when you street You drove all the way to PAX to play New Super Mario Bros. 2 for a significant portion of time? No, I just... When I had downtime. Okay. Okay. Because I had to do recording sessions, and during the downtime, I'd be playing through that. Okay. And every every time you beat you uh, go through someone's street pass course, you get however much money they earned. So like my street pass record is like twenty four thousand coins. So you would get my twenty four thousand coins added to your total. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't so know that. It does help build up that uh, amount very fast. Sure. But, but just, yeah, to to get the million, screen. I have to sit down and grind out like another like ten or twelve runs through of coin rush, and I just have not been bored enough to do it. Okay. Are you going to? Do you plan to it someday? I might just do it like this, like play a coin rush a day. So it's like, oh, five minutes. Okay. Okay. That seems a lot more reasonable than just sitting down for a couple hours and just trying boring myself. Extremely but, more reasonable, but not sane. Well, that way I can also mark it off as completed on my backlog rate, so I don't have to worry about it could. anymore. Could you, could you jump into some cooperative stuff and just keep doing it that way? Like yeah, but I don't have anyone to play co-op with. Well, I mean, you know, at some point in the future, like, oh, hey, you also have New Super Mario Bros. 2, sweet. And then you just play through co-op and inadvertently get a million coins. Everyone so. I know who would do that has probably already beaten the game and gotten the million. On their own? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's too bad. I do not have the million, but I'm not playing that game anymore. Yeah, exactly. See, so. The only, so you don't want to do the co-op, so therefore. Not All right. Uh, and then this week I've been on a pretty big Super Nintendo kick, so uh, I played Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Sweet. Is that the one with the eyeball guy I keep mentioning? Yes. Sweet. It's the best Power Rangers game I've ever played. So. <laughs> it's single player, though, which kind of makes it eh to me. Oh. You know, you're probably right, but... The, the movie one was better, because that was two-player. Okay. I've only recently heard that... Power Rangers, like all of it, is like a Japanese show remixed for American audiences with stuff spliced in. Yeah, you didn't know that? I just didn't know that. And that makes so much sense that I should have known that, but I just didn't until like two weeks ago. So, today, you know, hey, there you go. Revelations. There you go. You've learned something about your childhood. Yeah, I guess. Although it was more like, oh, this show's on. I just want to watch Inspector Gadget. So, <laughs> it wasn't my thing. But, okay. Fair enough. So, mediocre Super Nintendo beat him up. Well, okay, mediocre because it's a single player, but is it still kind of okay? It was, it was fun. Yeah, I had a good run through of it. Just has some rocking tunes. Yeah, well, it's, it's got like the the theme song in it, or as close as they can get to on the Super Nintendo. Okay. Like you know when the lyrics actually do come into play, you can hear very faintly the the guy super digitized singing "Go Go Power Rangers." Awesome. It's a great theme song. It, it is a really good theme song. It is okay. So P- Power Rangers Morphin. Mm-hmm. What yep. what was next? Skyblazer. What what is that a flying racing game? This is believe it or not the first game David Jaffe was involved with. Whoa! This predates that Mickey Mouse game. Yes, but he was only a tester on this one. Okay, but he, he was he was a tester because you know what he's on the tester. I know it's so, so meta. There you Woo. go. That guy. Whoa! 
Yeah. What goes around comes up? I don't know. Okay. So David <laughs> I Jaffe. I don't think that applies here, Nathan. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what I was going with there. Okay, so David Jaffe single handedly made sure this game was great. How great Clear, is it? Clearly. Uh it, it was okay. <laughs> what what is it though? Okay, so he's testing okay, it. It's it's a platforming game where you just you run around using like martial arts and like super moves to fight demons. Uh weird platforming elements like you'll be in a, an area that actually does not have any ground it just has wind currents that are holding you up so you have to like use the different directional wind currents to stay up uh the swimming levels lots of platforming clinging on the walls stuff like that okay i it's an all right like action game for the super nintendo it, it was sony published obviously hence jaffe's involvement sure but i don't know it was okay all right uh moving on to robocop versus the terminator I don't know what this is, but that sounds great. It You play as Robocop and you fight Terminators. Oh, okay, so it's not versus specifically Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, there's only like, I think, no, just one dude dressed up how did similar they even, to Arnold. How do they explain the universe crossover, though? Like, Oh, it's just, it's an alternate storyline, basically. Okay, so he's in Neo Detroit or whatever, and then he's Terminators Metro, Metro show City. up. Okay. Or no, Old Detroit, never mind. Metro City's final fight, what was I thinking? Okay, so whatever. Robocop's doing his thing, and then all of a sudden Terminators just start showing up, or... Uh, well, yeah, this this person goes back in time to stop you, because apparently Robocop is the cause of the Terminator outbreak. Oh. So, so yeah, whatever in this storyline, stuff... Uh, this is like term- a comic series and everything, too, right? Yeah, in this storyline, apparently, like, Robocop's technology is what causes Skynet to go online and create Terminators and kill everyone. Interesting twist. Okay. So you go through a couple stages in the past trying to stop them from the Terminators from just ruining everything. You try to figure out what's going on wrong in the OCP security, and then your mind gets hacked by Skynet, and you're trapped for like decades watching as the Terminators destroy humanity. Then you figure out a way to escape, and you kill all the Terminators, destroy the main factory, and then help humanity rebuild. Okay. There you go. Does he say dead or alive, you're coming with me? It's tragically no. What? I know. I was pretty bummed out. Does he say, I'll be back? It's not Arnold. It's, it's just a generic dude with a leather jacket. But so that's, like Arnold. You know, that's Terminator. Yeah, no, no, no authentic lines from either of the movies. Okay. What are they doing? Okay. But is it, like, does it at least a fun action game. Was oh, it's like, a great was action. Is an arcade game, really... game or No, it's a, it's a platforming game or run and gun, whatever you want to call it. Okay. As fast as RoboCop runs, I guess. Which is very slowly. Yeah, he usually just walks around, right? Does he just have that pistol? Uh, no, you get rocket launchers, you get the the Ed 209 gun. Okay. You get a combination plasma and grenade launcher eventually, which is the best weapon in the game. Uh, did they put any 3 stuff in there? Does he have a jetpack? No, no jetpack. Okay, good. But there is a flying section, but you like take over a Skynet ship and start flying it around, blowing up Terminators. I okay. own all three Robocop movies and only ever watched the first one. That's really all you need to watch. The second one has things in it that I appreciate, but it's also really stupid. So And the third one's just bad. No one, no one has ever liked the main it. actor in it. Yeah, they recast him and everything, so just don't worry about it. Why do you have okay. all three? Was it just a trilogy pack? Yeah. Okay. It was like 10 bucks for all three. Really, really, all you need to watch is Robocop 1. Maybe Robocop 2, but for the most part, just Robocop 1. 2 okay. kind of, yeah, runs out of steam. But all right, two, so... Two has, a, two has a bunch more jokey moments, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I think I all rated R. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Wait, no. the third one's PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they scale it back, which okay. isn't what. Yeah, Robocop's the the third for. one apparently had the cast of the TV show. I didn't know there was a RoboCop TV show. There was. It was all right. All right. There was also a RoboCop cartoon. I didn't know that either. There's a lot of RoboCop stuff. All right, including this I new like game. RoboCop. RoboCop is pretty good, although that Xbox game is not. So no. he's both a robot a and a cop. Yeah. yeah. I might actually go... I have RoboCop 3 for the Super Nintendo, so I'll probably end up playing that in the next week or two. I remember playing that as a kid and getting stuck on it. Tell me about Kendo Rage. It is a game where you're a schoolgirl named Joe who... Or Josephine, who travels to Japan because her parents put her there for the summer. Mm-hmm. So she's going to Kendo school, and right. the main objective of the game is to get from your house, which is uh, five hours away from school... To school. <laughs> okay. So the main job of the game is to get to school on time. Do you have to use the kendo that you don't know yet to get there? Uh, apparently you are okay with kendo, but what happens is you meet your master who's named like Osaki, Osaki but you can call him Bob. <laughs> he is a master kendo trainer. Is that a, is that and... a Last Samurai reference? Uh, no, well, this is years before Last Samurai. <laughs> Alright, so you're telling me Last Samurai was referencing kendo rage the whole time. Yes, exactly. Alright. So, uh... Bob is a great kendo master and a used car salesman. And he gives you a golden elephant, which turns you into a magical kendo master. I can't can't tell if this is racist or not. Or if it's just racist for the wrong. It's just really anime. Yeah, I guess so. So you have to go through seven worlds to try to get back to school on time. Well, this sounds like it has, like, tons of personality and character. Is it fun to play, or...? It's alright. Okay. Uh, what I hated was the, the final stage is the one thing I hate. Just, it's not fun? Or... The final stage is, okay, each stage ends with a boss fight. Yeah. And the boss fights aren't too bad. There's, I think there's checkpoints? I hate bosses I, that don't have checkpoints. I, I don't remember if there's checkpoints in the stages or not. Oh, no, no, the way, when you die, you just jump right back to where you were in the middle of the boss fight. I forgot about that. Oh, okay. Well, that mitigates that, right? It's, it's when you use a continue that you have to go back to the start of the stage. That makes sense. But yeah, uh, but the final stage is fighting all six bosses in order again, who have got slightly upgraded moves, and then oh, you have man. to fight the final boss who has three forms. Okay. No checkpointing. No checkpoints. Um, and these are just and... monsters on the way to school. That's just everyday yeah, stuff. Yeah. Well, in the Japan. final the final boss is the dean of detention. Oh, okay. Who is basically like. Who's already on this. your case, even though you've never? He been looks to like he looks like a succubus. He has the giant wings, green anime hair, and he shoots hadoukens out of his hands. Okay. Are all the bosses like teachers? No. Um, the first boss you fight is a giant, cartoony version of your anime character. So yourself? Fighting so you're yourself? you're fighting like a super deformed mascot version of yourself. Okay. Weird. The, se- the it's second like a boss is something, some like ice queen karaoke master, and she's just she's not the gym teacher or something. Nope. The only school. Well, okay, there are a couple school related characters. Um, during the, the second janitor. last stage, during the second last stage, you fight people on the soccer team, the volleyball team, and the tennis team. And this is only a kendo school, but the kendo school has their own soccer team. I guess it's the kendo club to that school. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay, that would make a bit more sense. Like, hey, what school are you guys from? Kendo school. 
Okay. I'm good. I'm good at hitting things with a stick. Yeah. So they cheat at soccer. At one point, you fight a giant transforming robot. Well, yeah. You know, anime. Anime. Yeah. So, I don't know. Okay. It, it was fun. There you go. How long are all of these? Would you estimate? Kendo Rage. It well, if you're good at if you're good at the games, it takes about an hour. Okay. Kendo Rage, I had to beat it on normal first because the final boss just kept kicking my ass. And then I went back and beat it on hard. Uh, Robocop vs. Terminator took about two to three hours because I got stuck on a stage. Okay. Skyblazer took about two hours, but it has a password system. Power Rangers took about 30 minutes. All right. Maybe 30 I can't remember what the speed run is, but yeah, like it, it took less than an hour. Man, yeah, I just kind of forget how short everything was back then. And you're just kind of like, no, yeah, that's about a video game's length of time. That That's kind of why I've been saying, I realize I've bought way too many games lately, so I'm trying to wheel down on my backlog. Yeah. Well, you're just knocking them off, like just scratching them off the list this week, I guess. Exactly. So that's why I'm like going through like, okay, set the game to hard, see if I can beat it so then I don't have any reason to come back to it. Okay. Are you recording this for anybody or just this for your own uh, personal One of enrichment? the games I might, uh, I might use some of them eventually. Okay. But for now, I'm not, I'm going to say hush on that. Okay. okay. I'm not trying to like spoil stuff plans for your channel or something. I'm just wondering if that's part of the process. Like you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna record all these, and you know, if something good happens, great. Or if it's just you play through them first to just kind of get used to them and see if they're entertaining. I, I have enough. toyed with the idea of just doing like a backlog stream, basically. So I'd pick like a random night and say, Hey, I'm gonna pick a random game on my backlog and just play through it. And you kind of like me out. screens. It came from the instant queue. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Maybe cool. something like that. <clears throat> Cool, cool. Lester the Unlikely. Um, you play as a nerd like Lester who gets trapped on a deserted island and has to get home. How does he get? How, how does he end I up? I think on this Giant island? Bomb did something with this game. Probably Br- briefly, yeah. I, I, you know, they they had it during one of their SNES stream events. I think. Yeah. How does he end up on this island? He's just a kid. He's uh he's walking along the pier while he's reading one of his favorite comic books, and then he falls asleep. And what he fell asleep on was a uh, a cargo load, so he gets loaded into this boat. His boat gets attacked by pirates. He escapes the sinking boat, and then he's stuck on the island. Dang! So it's basically. I just remember away. there being like some pretty good animation of him just being like a total slouch and teenager. Yeah, no, he's got like super bad nerd posture. Um, he's afraid of everything. Like you walk up towards like a turtle, and he runs away in terror. Yeah. So it's kind of a can survival you actually, game. Can you actually or... fight the enemies, or do you have to like just avoid them? No, you can fight them. Uh, okay. You have like this really super powerful low kick. Okay. It it looks super wimpy, but it does, like, crazy damage. Okay. And eventually, like, the whole point of the game is that you have to try to find your way home, but you also get more courageous during the game. So, like, eventually, like, his posture changes. He gets super brave, and you, you get, go, like, so... actual weapons, like swords and boomerangs. Personal instead growth. Instead of rocks. Okay. Is it just, like, side-scrolling action, or, like, it is plays... it I think a good comparison is, like, it controls, like, Prince of Persia. Okay. Like, the originals. Yeah. It plays like that, and like its animation priority has over everything. Um, and in a way, it's also kind of like Pitfall. Can you run to the left? Mm, in some stages. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Game changer. I know. Crazy. What's the next game you played? Uh, Incantation. Sounds pretty it's just, evil. It's just some generic uh, platforming game I played today. Okay. You're a wizard. Okay. You're right. You shoot magic bolts, and you have to just get to the end of the stage and beat bosses. Only thing that sucks about the game is that. You have to fight the same boss like three times in a row in each stage before you get a new boss. 
Okay. So, like, you'll fight, like, oh, here's a, a dude jumping back and forth and shooting bombs out of his mouth. Hit the next stage. Oh, there he is again, but now he's, like, yellow, and he attacks with his tail. And then, like, the whole world will change. Like, okay, now I'm fighting a giant frog. Next stage, oh, I'm still fighting that giant frog. So you're not really into it? I beat it, so I don't have to play it again. Oh, it just okay. it ends really awkwardly. Okay, well, don't spoil it for anyone playing out there. I, I highly doubt anyone's playing it. Well, okay. All right. You want to spoil it then, or what are you going to do? Sure. Um, you, you go through, like, 11 stages fighting the same bosses over and over. Then you just get to this random castle where you fight the final boss. Um, you get his health meter to about half, and then suddenly his head will explode, and he'll die. And then just random text will appear on the screen. Good job, you killed the evil Baron. Uh, please come back again. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, come again. Alright, well, you know, at least it's polite. Yeah, I guess. It's just really awkward ending to it. That's weird, yeah. Alright. What's and the last game you played? Bugs Bunny Rabbit Rampage. That's like two doses of alliteration right there, so... I know, double so dose. Pretty good, I'm guessing? Yeah, actually, yeah. Um, okay. You like, remember that old, this old uh, Looney Tunes cartoon where Bugs Bunny, everything was changing around him, like he was basically being animated live? Yeah, oh, that's a pretty yeah, famous yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, they, that's they actually basically... had that at the museum when they... That's basically what this game is. Okay. It is, it is the video game interpretation of that. So it's like so a like comic a... jumper or something? Like how it's self-reflexive about the... Sort of, like, you'll be in, like, you'll just be running around the snow finding Elmer Fudd. You'll go to the next stage. It'll be like, okay, we're just going to get to uh, the next winter stage. And suddenly, like, the the sign will flip, and suddenly you're in, like, a a saloon. Ancient Rome or something? Okay. Uh, There is an ancient... Oh, I I wouldn't say ancient Rome. Like, there you you fight a bull at some point. Okay. And do you remember that giant wrestler that he fought at one point, too? Sure do. That's that's a stage. You fight the giant wrestler. Okay. You fight Crusher or Flat or Thrasher, whatever his name was. So there's the greatest hits of Bugs Bunny moments, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Okay. How does like, does the gameplay change up along with the stages, or are you just jumping and punching, or uh, you just jumping and carrots? punching, or jumping and kicking and throwing pies? Okay. Uh, you get a lot of Acme gadgets as well. Like you get uh, sticks of dynamite, little wind up tanks. I'm assuming uh, carrots are your health. Hmm. Or carrots your health? Yes. Got you. See. I knew it. You have a giant carrot meter up top. Okay. Uh, you have one point. You have every fight. time you eat a carrot, you get to go faster, right? I played this game. Uh, you don't go faster, no. Yeah, at the end of it, you save Zelda. <laughs> I knew you were going with if that. If you use way too many carrots, then uh, you got the weight of it because you're all tired. And your horse gets fat. Hmm. Does your horse get fat? No, no, no. Okay. That'd be a nice additional level of gameplay. But, you okay. fed your horse 10,000 carrots. That's what the uh, series is missing. Yeah, exactly. Horse diabetes. Real horse physics. Real horse physics. Okay. So, how how long was that one? Just since we already have a tally on all the other ones. Uh, it took like two hours because I got to the end of the game, lost all my continues and restarted. Okay. And then I got to the second last stage of the game and had 15 lives and finished that stage with one life. Whoa. All because right, so it's hard. That, no, it's just that last stage was hard. Okay. Because it's just all bullshit kills. Like I kept Elmer jumping Fudd's into like shooting you, like uh, you know how you know that old gag where someone will put up a saw through a wooden floor and cut out a hole. Yeah, uh, that happens a lot in that stage and almost always leads to a bottomless pit. It's just weird nice. tune logic. Yeah. Fun. Do they do anything with like the acne holes where you take the black dot and you put it anywhere and now there's a hole? That's actually how you beat the uh, wrestler fight. Oh, okay. Pro tip. There you go. 
Yeah, you just Those do enough damage. Great. You do enough damage to him, then one just drops in the middle of the stage. You pick it up, place it wherever, and he falls through, and you win. Nice. Uh, the final, the final boss fight is Daffy Duck. You basically fight him as he's drawing in miniature versions of himself to fight you. Huh. Okay. You have to empty out all the paint that's on the stage, and then kill his characters, and he can't make any more, and you win. Cool. All right. And that's it for me. Okay. Uh, Sean, what have you been doing? Uh, okay. Winding back to three weeks ago, I played through Papa EO. Ooh, how was it? It, Papa EO is a very it's a very interesting game. I don't know if I can recommend it to like anyone. What do you um, mean? Like I've it's heard it's just, short and the gameplay is very generic, but it has such an interesting story. The story's the story's quite cool, but in terms of like oh, it, you're right. It's maybe two three hours tops. Yeah. But it the the gameplay's pretty easy. Nothing great, and if you get stuck, it it almost holds your hand through any kind of puzzle. It's mm-hmm. really easy. It's in, in a, on a level of fun, you, you should play something else. The only reason you should play Papa EO is if you have, like, you know, um, I don't know, like, you like playing strange games, or there's a weird, there's like a very, like, I don't know, I don't, forget, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but unless you're looking for something that you haven't really seen before in games... This you're not going to get anything out of Papa EO, I should say, really. Okay. Well, I, I guess I could compare that to, like, I'm just going to jump in with something I played this week. Um, 30 Flights of Loving. I just played it today. Like 30 Flights of Loving? Yeah, it's this weird indie game, but it's kind of just a narrative experiment. It's not really a game. It sounds like an even more extreme version of what you're saying. It's literally 15 minutes long. But it's kind of just incorporating film-type stuff that you're used to like you know when you're playing a game and or you're watching a movie and they'll just kind of cut around in the story to different points in time but you're you're kind of figuring it out just because you you know how film stories work so you're just like yep okay this must be earlier because that person's still alive or whatever you know it's kind of organized like that which was really weird to see like it's you'll just be walking down a hall and then it'll kind of cut to later and something else will be in front of you, but you kind of just figure out, like, oh, okay, I, I got it. Like, I don't want to explain exactly what happens in the story, because it's kind of a neat little thing, but yeah, like, I guess in a similar way, it's hard to really recommend unless you're actively looking for experimental video games, and right. kind of so... stuff that will eventually probably be incorporated into bigger things, but right now it's just neat to see people toying with these ideas. Like, it was right. very Tarantino-style. In a way, where can you find this game? Uh, I just, uh, I, I guess the Humble Bundle website just has other games available. Like that's also okay. where I got a game called Proteus, which I, I can talk about later when it's my turn. But yeah, I just, I figured I'd jump in there just because. Yeah, it sounds similar in that the only person who should play these kind of games are people who are really curious about game theory. And like, right, exactly. That's that. Uh, so I kind of remember what I was the way I wanted to phrase it. Unless you have like an academic. Uh, desire of, of games and you're wanting to see, you know, strange things, different things, just for the sake of, I haven't seen that before, and you're not exactly going to this to be like, you know, I, I got a couple hours, I want to do something fun to kill time. No, this is something where, you're, where you want to sit down and you kind of almost want to analyze, like, this piece, right. basically. Like, I mean, that, yours sounds kind of like a generic platformer. I guess if I was to distill mine down, it would be like just a first-person, like, 
you just kind of walk through the game. Like it's just kind of you, you trigger. Would you call it a game then? Like, story. can you win or would you? You, just... you, everyone will win if you play it. You win because you're you're just seeing the story. Like you, it's just so kind of just an interactive story. Just like experiment. an interactive story and not so much a game. I guess, but like unless you're clicking on some stuff, you'll miss little nuances and bits in it. But uh, okay. there's also a commentary in there. Like it was very a neat thought exercise, and I I did have like a couple chuckles in it. Like it has some funny moments. But yeah, it's almost more like a interesting interactive comic or something. Sure. Not, Whereas Papa EO, you there like actually there is a level of difficulty where you yeah you can theoretically you can screw up a puzzle that you need to and you can't exactly lose to the point like even if you get hurt you just kind of stand up and you need to get away from whatever was hurting you so you can't die mm-hmm. and if you fall off something you just kind of need to make your way back up there so you can definitely take longer but there is an element of you need to do the right thing here you need to kind of figure out one thing i will say that i kind of really liked about it uh, apart from the story stuff because that stuff's very cool um there's a lot of kind of just level manipulation stuff similar to like that one scene in inception where like the whole street kind of folds itself yeah that's kind of the impression i got from the demo too like right yeah there's a few moments of that and the, the way you end up kind of traversing these areas it's like oh cool after like a few minutes ago this place was upside down and now i'm just on it this is pretty cool Right, like so. Even though you're just kind of at the end of the day jumping on a platform, it's a neat looking platform. Yeah, and you do, you do some cool stuff with it. However, like I'm said, it's really easy. Um, but they, yeah, and it's all about uh, the game developer's abusive father. He had an alcoholic father, and he's just kind of explaining that through a kid's interacting with this monster, uh, named monster, and you kind of deal with how that would have been metaphors all throughout it. Just some pretty cool stuff happens. It has a it has a nice ending. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's fifteen bucks, so yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it unless you're someone specifically wanting to see this kind of yeah concept like, turned like into know fully playable. like how short it is and what to expect like like for like for example like I really love Limbo and I had no problems paying as much as I did for it but like I would probably caution the same way it's like it's like two hours so you know sure but that's even more of a game right I guess but it's still like right. has that very linear. You can't really. You, you can just kind of trial and error your way through it. It's not going to tax you too much, right? Sure. But, this is. I would put this like I would put Limbo as a more fun experience than Papa EO. Okay. And like, but, yeah. Just to backtrack, like I didn't dislike my time with Thirty Flights of Loving at all. Like it's very interesting. Like, um, I guess specifically the reason I played it, uh, Chris Remo, who we talked to at um the Double Fine Party, and who's also one of the Idle Thumbs guys. Like they sure. they have a hand in it. He did the music for this game. Oh, okay. Very and cool. It does have very kind of, like, yeah, catch me if you can, or something like a real vibrant, like, you know, crime story thing happening, but... How much was it? Uh, five bucks. Like, just okay. for a little experiment thing, like, you're just like, hey, I, I like this idea, you know, I want this guy to keep doing weird stuff, um, so I, I feel okay with that, but yeah, it's kind of a weird proposition for everybody, so... Yeah, that's just a, that's caution. Okay. Like, I, but at the same time, like, we, we both played Walking Dead this week. That's a game you kind of, like, you can't really fail it, right? Like, it's... You can't... Well, you can... you No, you die, and you, you have to game do that over, section again. I guess, yeah. But like, it's, there it's is still, death and stuff. If you want to talk about like, kind of hand-holdy stuff, like, that game isn't about the challenge. It's about making weird choices. Right, and, like, yeah. like, seeing the story. So, so yeah, so let's go into that one next. Story Walking Dead too. Episode 3, Long yeah. Road Ahead. John, have you we both played any it before packs in playing this series, or have you heard enough stuff about it? Or 
It does kind of interest me, but I'm just not quite sure when to jump into it. Like, should okay, I wait like all oh, the like, episodes are out and just marathon it. Or, or I like, would actually recommend actually... that because I bet once they all come out, you're you're gonna get mad discounts on the whole thing. There's talk of putting it on a disc and stuff too with bonus yeah. content. So each episode like can probably Park. be done in about yeah, exactly. two hours. So the whole if thing that, is ten yeah. hour game. If if that like ninety minutes, two hours. I kind of really like the episodic like because this is the first time I've actually st- done an episodic game while it's coming out. Right. This is the first time I've stuck through with a with a Telltale game. Um, and you and you're you're committed to five, right? Oh, for sure. Like it's it's. Yeah. And, like, every time I play them now, it is that thing where you just sit down and play through the whole thing. It's like, you're going to watch a movie tonight, and that movie yeah. is interactive. It's kind of neat. So, without getting spoilery in any sense, episode three, how'd you feel? Uh, like, I, I did, I did like it, but it kind of had just a more mellow, kind of bummed out. Like, I guess it, everyone's like, you know, hey, dark middle chapter or whatever. Maybe that's Well, is... it's, it's more of, like, a character, uh... Developing section to it. Yeah, like two was, was a set piece. Right, two Four was very much like it's also event. going to be a set piece. Yeah, this one was more kind of like there. There is a central thing that it revolves around, but yeah, it's definitely more just like weird interactions and the group kind of splintering apart and whatever. And it was yeah, yeah things, it was good. It was effective. Things go real bad in episode three. A lot of things, yeah, in a lot of different ways, kind of started falling apart, including like the way I'm playing through my story specifically it was kind of like i already had a conversation with paul about the differences our things have gone but like specifically like i have doug in my team and the difference that that played in this episode um and my relationship to lily and larry has been very positive in my playthrough so that was a bit different too um but yeah it's it's definitely a neat kind of narrative experiment in its own way but not more more of a not as experimental as something like 30 flights of loving it's much more cinematic and it's kind of neat to see that play out like uh, in some conversations it's been compared to heavy rain and i definitely prefer it to that so far but um yeah um i will say though at the beginning there's like a almost an action point that is just terrible oh right i i thought that was kind of neat to try to implement that into this game but yeah it wasn't it's mechanically not meant to really be an action game, right? But yeah, yeah, they tried to do a little. But no, I definitely, I, I quite enjoyed three. I'm looking forward to four. I think four is uh, going to have more action stuff too, though, based on what Gary Widow was saying. I so, guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Guess we'll see. Um, but generally, yeah, no, I still, I still very much enjoy it. I'm interested in seeing how the whole package will work out, like whether the story will have a satisfying overall arc. But the individual stories have been pretty compelling so far. So, yeah, like. It, 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 I guess at this point, it is a definite contender for being one of my favorite games of this year, but I, I feel like some people maybe are overstating how amazing it is. Like, it is it is good, but are, are you really super invested in the characters and stuff, or...? No, I definitely am, and, and it's definitely made... Like, there's times where they're asking questions, and I'm just like, I I can't answer this. What do you want me to do? Oh, okay. So, no, it's it's hitting me pretty hard. I'm, I'm Maybe really maybe it's it. just because I've replayed some of it a lot. Like, I'm starting to look at it more mechanically than maybe sure. I should. Yeah, because, is... well, the whole idea behind it is you, kind of the illusion of choice, mm-hmm. but they shroud it so well that you think, crap, I probably could have done something better. Right. And in reality, no, that person was going to die no matter what. Yeah, like, and, and playing it multiple it... times would ruin that. Right, having seen it two specific different ways for the first two episodes, and then hearing anecdotes from some friends that have played it, like, it's like, 
Oh, it sounds like we're kind of seeing the same things. Just the context we enter those situations is different, so we have different feelings about it, which is still interesting. Like, it's like, this guy still dies at this exact point, but, like, you were friends with him, and I wasn't, so we had different feelings on that moment, and then we can talk about that. So it's, and they they do kind of have enough dialogue to make that all seem organic and plausible, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's still very, very interesting. Um, but okay, so that was Walking Dead. Um, do you want? Oh yeah, okay. So you played the new DLC for Mass Effect. Yeah. So the Mass Effect Three first story-based DLC came mm-hmm. out just before PAX because you know everything came out just before PAX. Yeah, I was lucky. I played Episode Three before PAX. It was that night. I stayed up till like two in the morning right. playing it. Um, not a ton to say about it. Uh, I think it, it's ten bucks. It's I quite enjoyed it. Some cool kind of story stuff going on. Uh. You do some cool little set piece stuff. Um, not terribly long, maybe an hour and a half or so. Um, the points are pretty easy to do. Uh, but yeah, just some cool conversations with some people and a cool premise. Uh, it's all about uh, you kind of find you find a rogue. Um, what are the bad guys in that game? What are the big things like, destroying? Reapers. Oh, the the reavers the or whatever. The... Reapers, yeah. yeah. So you find like a rogue reaper that was able to kill another reaper, and you're like, "You, we need you on our side. Why won't you help us?" And you, it's you hunting him down and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, so it's a cool premise. Um, but yeah, not too much to say about that really. Uh, next game, uh, McPixel. We'll talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, McPixel. I played a bit of that too. McPixel. Yeah, that's a that's a weird game. Uh, McGruber. Weird, yeah, right? That's exactly what it is. It's MacGruber in a video game form. Which I mean, okay. Like I, I guess I'm okay with that. That movie, yeah, you know, you, you pick up the the TNT, which is in a hot dog bun, so you want to put the ketchup on it. But mm-hmm. you know what? You put the hot dog in your face, and the island blows up. Yeah. So what you actually want to do is just give it to that alien, and he'll try to smoke it, and then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah, weird just, game. I don't even know if I call it a game. It's more just like, do you want to see just weird things happen for the weirdest reasons? Yeah, and then after you've figured out the puzzle, you get to just go back and find other gags. So, yeah. I I mean, it's fun and silly and fast-paced. And they they recommend don't play too much of it at a time or you'll go crazy. So Yeah, no, I can't really That sounds like that a long. challenge to me. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to marathon the whole game. Maybe at some point it just stops being funny, and it's just irritating. So they want you to go (laughs) at it. It just kind of loops back. It transcends. Yeah. Um, It's it's an amusing little thing. I'm like, why on the PC, though? Like, you're just going to be clicking around, I guess. I guess. You know, you want want a big picture of that. And that music's okay. So get that thumping beat in your house. I have that song stuck in my head right now. Have you played it, John? I haven't. No, I keep meaning to. It's just been around you. I've seen it enough that I know like the answer to the like, majority of the puzzles. Okay. okay. How far are you? I guess I, I'm only in like the second chapter. I think I'm in the second one as well, but I think I'm kind of done with it. I I don't really care to continue. <laughs> All right. It, like I, my roster of uh, active mobile games keeps growing. This past week, I think post packs, I've just been really excited about a lot of weird stuff like that. Yeah. So I've for just been sure. acquiring things, but well, I can uh, talk more about that later. Um. Yeah, uh, we like 10 million on the way back from PAX. Uh, that's I guess they cool patched game. that a bit. I haven't played it in a couple weeks. I but, haven't uh, played it for a bit either, but uh, maybe it's uh, easier. It's, that's a cool game. I, I want to play more of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, kind of a weird twist on Endless Runner with uh, 
slide some puzzles. Ro- some puzzle mechanics. So I was enjoying yeah. it. I really don't like that you can't, like, you know, connect three swords and then save that attack for later. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sucks. Like, you can't queue almost... up some attacks. It just wastes them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is kind of annoying. So. Um, Darksiders 2, I finally started. Okay. How are, how are then, you uh, feeling about I, it? I played about 30 minutes of it, and then Rock Band Blitz showed up, so I mm-hmm. play, I had to play that. And then I okay. finished Rock Band Blitz, and I played some Darksiders 2, and then Mark of the Ninja showed up, so I have to play that. <laughs> I've heard so that's I just, really, really I have, good. I have like th- maybe three hours into Darksiders 2, and it's cool. I'm really enjoying it, but I just I haven't played enough, so I can't really talk about it. Whereas I'll talk I'm, about it at some point. I think I'm experiencing a similar hump with that game that Patrick Lepic at Giant Bomb had, where like the first third of it, I guess, just doesn't really explain what's going on, and I really am not enjoying that. I'm kind of like lost, and I'm like, wait, what's happening with war again? Why am I here? What yeah, I and just like, and specifically like that, they kind of just don't remind you that this is post-Earth dying, so there's no skyscrapers and stuff, and it's a different realm. It's a completely different realm, and I just didn't know that. So, I guess I'll go back at some point. But that has definitely gone to my back burner for some reason. Just okay. with all this indie stuff going on. Like Fart Cat. Yeah, let's talk about Fart Cat. Although, honestly, that game took up maybe a day, because there's not enough Fart Cat in it. Like, There's not a ton. I kind of played through it once to see how high of a score I could get, and then I was done. And you got all the Fart Craft stuff? No. What? Uh, okay. The, there's the secondary mode where you're just kind of basically figuring out different combinations of food that produce dumb fart puns. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't play um, any of this one. Fart yeah. puns? Yeah, like just wordplay involving the food items you've used to... Give us an example. Man, like there's one on, like, it's kind of a riff on Ratatouille, but I think it's like Ratapooty or something stupid. It's really, <laughs> really lazy, silly jokes. <laughs> Yep, here, let me, <laughs> let me just look at Fartcraft. Then, like, crafts. a low one. <laughs> but I guess, like, just looking through the Summer Camp Studios website and everything. <laughs> that one is a real laugh. Okay, looking through the, like, their website and everything, I guess their whole plan with this game is to iterate on this idea, so fan They're gonna feedback. They're going to iterate on Fartcat? Yeah, like, fan feedback would be like, hey, what more modes do you want? Do you want some sort of different like, uh, goals to shoot for, point... Like, I, specifically, I just want global leaderboards. Because, yeah, like, I'm yeah. doing pretty well on my own, but it's just like, how do I stack up compared to all the other, like, fart cats out there? I don't know. Which so, fart cat is the best fart cat? Yeah, like, I think I'm a pretty good fart cat, but maybe does I'm not the best Does your fart one. cat have the shet? He sure does. I'm looking at him right now. He's got his, got do you want to kind of explain how to play this game for people who don't know what Fart Cat is? Right. Okay. You're a cat who hates his owner, I guess, and you don't want to be pet ever. So to ward off that person from giving you affection, you just fart and scare them away. Um, but to do that most effectively, you need to eat a bunch of horrible food. But he's or great food, like a cheeseburger. Right. But this cheese looks terrible, and that fish is all rotten. So that's true. You know, I don't, I don't know about that. But um, okay, yeah, you have to give him what he wants though, because cats are finicky. I know that. I've been changing my cat's brand lately. Like that's legit. That's based on real life. Um, so yeah, far cat, for example, would just be like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of feeling hamburgers right now. So you just start feeding him hamburgers, and you got to give him a certain number before he'll be able to just do a room clearing super fart. Uh, but at some point he's like, you know what? I'm not really feeling hamburgers anymore. I want some pancakes. So then you gotta switch to pancakes to fill up, fill that up. But if you get it wrong, then the number goes up again. 
you, you screwed up. Meanwhile, the owner's hand is coming in to pet the cat at all times, and if you take too long, you know, he'll just get kind of upset because he's being pet, and he hates that. So, yeah, and you just kind of keep doing that and clearing levels and stuff. It's super silly, but I just, you know, I'm a big fan of Rich Gallup's sense of goofy humor, so it yeah. plays Yeah, sounds to like that. a dick. Farcat is, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, he kind of like a jerk. my cat. He's like kind my of, cat doesn't fart like this, but my cat doesn't like anyone. Right, so that kind of avoidant thing cats can do definitely plays a role Yeah, so in what I'm saying is this game touched me really personally, and I felt connected to my cat. <laughs> okay, there you go. See, like, yeah, br- bridging connections between cats and their owners the world over, fart cat in stores now. Um, but yeah, hopefully, like, they're serious about their, like, uh, fan input stuff, and, like, brings leaderboards to it, because I just want to know if I'm better than Sean at this game. I don't know. What's you your top score? are, but who knows? Who knows? You, you won't tell me uh, what your score is? Uh, I can look it up real quick. Okay. We're going to start a fart cat top 10 respectively. Leader. Yeah, like an unofficial yeah, leaderboard. We'll just post it on Facebook. Who's the best? Uh, okay. Speaking of iOS games, I just, I'll just i talk about this one Sorry, before my big Splatula one. Sorry, Splatula is one of them. Ocean okay, my, Spray. my current fart cat score is 400,029,608. 429? 429,000, yeah. All right, I got you beat. Ha-ha. What are um, you at? Oh, hold on. I think it was 480. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't something. have you beat. Oh, I'm at 470,574. Oh, so. so you're hardly ahead of me. I know, but still a bit. It's like 41,000 points, dude. That's that was on my mice. first try. That's some golden rats right there. That was your first try? You played it once? Yeah, I played it once. Okay. You don't have the exclamation point on your dock here. Let me fix that for you. Alright, so that, that's Farcat. How's Rock Band Blitz? I have yet okay, to play Okay, I want to talk about that one last. Okay. I, mean, quick, I don't have much to say about Jack Lumber. I purchased it. That game's pretty good. Uh, well, you're one you of the start, biggest you... fans in the world of Fruit Ninja, so... I'm not the biggest fan, but it's definitely fun. They do some really cool things, uh, like power-ups, and every time you're about to play the game... Jack picks up his axe, it gets hit with lightning, and then he attacks the ground with it so that all the logs go in the air. Okay. It's pretty good. That sounds pretty metal. It's, yeah. But at the same time, he loves animals. So, you know. And that be- that beaver always has a joke, no matter what. There's You know, you bring home a deer to put in your house, and he's got a joke about deers. Oh, right, this is the game you guys are talking about. It had like 500 puns or 150 150, puns. but more is coming, says the developer. So oh. Anyway, Jack Lumber is a pretty cool game. Uh, but let's talk about a real important game. Came out right before PAX. Mm-hmm. Rock Band Blitz. Okay. Rock Band Blitz is really fun. Um, it, you need people on your friends list to be playing it. Otherwise, it's not great. All right. Um, so thanks a lot to you fuckers. Well, my I'm sorry, my 360's not hooked up. And I, I, it has all my songs on it, so I'm not going to get the PS3 version. That's useless. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so it, you play as all the instruments at the same time. That's the big thing. Okay. Um, so, so this is, it's Amplitude. Sure, I never okay. actually played Frequency or Amplitude. Here's the thing. Should... Everyone keeps saying, like, dude, it's actually not like Amplitude. From the footage I've seen, it's kind of exactly like Amplitude. Like, okay, so maybe it's like Rock Band Unplugged then. Uh, it's apparently yeah. kind of like a weird revamp of all those things. It's more mechanics heavy than any of their previous games, apparently, though. Like, the combo For system sure. is crazy. Like, I watched yeah. the Giant Bomb Quick Look, and they basically spend, like, 20 minutes just talking about everything you're about to see, and then they just start playing it. And it looks simple, but is it pretty right. crazy? Like, is it pretty hard? It's not super hard, but there is a lot to get. And believe me, like, I was reviewing it, 
uh, and writing a review trying to explain some of the stuff, it's just like, man, I hope people are understanding what this means. Like, anyway, all right, there's two so buttons. the way you play it is you're playing, uh, you know, drums, bass, guitar, vocals, and keyboard, if there is keyboard in the song. Like, it's split and, up, like, in amplitude into different roads. Right, so all the lanes are coming at you at the same time, and you use the triggers or the bumpers to move back and forth between instrument. Mm-hmm. And now there's only ever two notes coming you at coming on your each lane at once, yeah. which you can either hit with A, or you can hit with, uh, I think it's A or B, or left and down on the D-pad. Okay. So my preferred one was A and left on the D-pad. Um, but they say you can switch it to be like A and B would be both of yours, and you can use like your pointer and your middle finger. Anyway, right. So I you're matching out notes. little phrases of rhythm, and then it will continue playing if you hit enough, is that correct? No. So the None of the instruments ever stop. They're all going at the constant same time, and it's your choice to which instrument you want to play at any given moment. Right. The way to know which instrument to play involves the score multipliers. So there'll be levels of multipliers that you currently have access to. Yeah. And what you want to do is if any of your instruments are on the lowest score multiplier, when you get to certain checkpoints in the song, if if the bottom is already if you already have an instrument at the bottom the bottom can't go any further down, so you, that's not good. So you want to move all the multipliers up by playing sections of the songs so that when you get to these checkpoints, the multiplier thing can rotate and the new, whatever your bottom, will now be the full bottom and you can continue to go up. This sounds insane, I understand that. Well, it's like you can't, your multiple like say you have a times three on vocals, you can't go past that if you have like a zero like a one or a zero on drums or something right like your lowest is holding you back so you have to right. keep juggling so basically all what of them. you have you can move between like three numbers so at the beginning it'll be like one two and three and so what you want to do is you want to let's say you get the most of your instruments up to three and then the other one's at one and you hit that gate nothing's going to happen and you need to wait till you hit the next gate but let's say you get one up to two and the rest up to three when you hit the gate Two will now be the lowest, and now you can get everyone up to four. Okay. So you want to get everyone up to the top, but you can't go to the top as fast as you want. You can only continue moving up when the gates change. So you can only ever go, like, three up from where you were at. And then as soon as everyone gets to the gate and it rotates down, then you can keep climbing until the next gate. See, it sounds pretty complex, but in practice, is it just kind of fun and intuitive, or...? It is, and it's lots of, it's really fast, and it gets pretty fun, and because there's only two notes per thing, you're, none of the button combinations are ever hard, because it's either going to be, like, back and forth, or, like, one and then both, one, both, one, both. That's going to be, like, the hardest thing you have to play. Okay. And when you're going that fast and jumping around, it's a a ton of fun. So... And... Keep going. Okay, well, just, like, a lot of people are kind of saying this is reinvigorating their enthusiasm for rock band stuff. Like, how much backlog, like, songs do you have on your hard drive from previous games? Me, personally, I I don't have any of the songs exported. However, when you first got Rock Band 2, it came with a code to get you an additional, like, 20, like, a month later. Yeah. So I have all of those. I have, oh, actually, I have the ACDC pack exported. I have a few songs that I've purchased. In fact, there's uh, both um, VVVVVV soundtrack and some of the Super Meat Boy soundtrack is on there. And those songs are great. They're okay. so good. Is it and like Rock Band Network or officially on there? Rock Band Network. But um, all that stuff just rolls into this too? So just rolls in, yeah. So you can get all the Rock Band Network. But basically anything except Beatles you can get into this game. And the game comes with 25 tracks. Okay. 
Um, so I had a good, I had a good amount of songs to play through. Um, they also do have a few free songs, like, uh, Still Alive is free, um, that Stephen, Stephen Colbert, Colbert song is free, yeah. I can't remember what else is free, but yeah, there are some free songs in there, but, so I had a good amount. It's just a lot of fun. Um, you, there's also power-ups, so sometimes you'll need to, like, a bunch of notes will start turning purple, and you need to follow those purple notes until you catch up to the one, and then you'll get a bonus. Some will create pinballs that'll bounce around that you need to use whatever your, like, current lane is to bounce the pinball, so you actually have to watch the pinball bouncing around while playing. A lot of stuff can be happening, but it just turns into a lot of fun, and because you can never fail, um, you kind of just get caught up in what happens, and you're good to go. The really cool part about it is it connects to Rock Band World, which is a Facebook app, and from there you can challenge your friends to score wars, uh, you can... Uh, pick up goals so that, like, you know, play 10 songs from the 90s, and then you go do that, and you unlock stuff in the game. And there's just a ton of stuff on there to do. So there's, And is that, like, cross-platform stuff? Like, I think the Rock Band world will be cross-platform. because so you can issue can a Facebook challenge to your friend who has it on PS3, and then I think Facebook. you can. I'm not sure, because I didn't have anyone. All I had was one friend who had it on the Xbox, like I did. Okay. So I'm not 100% sure, but I would theoretically, it's just a Rock Band code, and it's working through Facebook, so you should be able to play anyone, really. Okay. Cool. So, sounds... I recommend it. If you're wanting more songs for Rock Band, it's 15 bucks, and that's easily worth the songs you're getting. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely gotten me into Rock Band again, and I would be interested in a Rock Band Blitz 2 eventually. Okay. I don't know if I would want more than that, but... Well, like, what would they really bring to the table? Like, couldn't they just release more song packs, or... Well, then, I the same thing could have been said about Rock Band, to be fair. Yeah, I know. Right. Like, they, you know, and they iterate on that in smart ways, so I'm sure they could do more with this, and I would be into that. I like Rock Band Blitz quite a bit. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just go on to my list of games. It's... Yep, that was it for me. Okay. Like, going back a ways, I just kind of wanted to mention it because I thought it was actually pretty fun. I played a scapegoat at Paul's house, which is an indie platformer where you play as a goat and you're rescuing sheep from this weird dungeon. And okay. it, it just had pretty fun music, and I love the title. <laughs> do, you, do you see what... Do you see yeah, the... Yep, I yeah. get it. <laughs> All right. Um, I've been continuing to play Simpsons Tapped Out, which is their Facebook... Uh, management game. It's kind of like Sim City or something, or Tiny Tower, but with Springfield. So that's dangerous. But this I is guess... the first I've heard of this. Oh, okay. We just talked about it in a previous podcast, and I just. Didn't I don't know if I've it. really mentioned it much. Like I've I've been playing it like pretty regularly, but just it's one of those little mobile games. So you just kind of tap out, you get your money and experience, and then assign your Simpsons different things that they'll do, which are all kind of Simpsons. Jokes. I don't think you've talked about it on the podcast, but we. You definitely talked about it at PAX, so... Okay, yeah. Have you put was... real money into it yet? I have not. I don't think I will. Like, it's just... Okay. It just... I don't know. Like, the, the stuff it's asking me to spend on, it just seems like I don't need that, you know, the the Great Springfield Tire Fire or... Um, Hank what? But Scor- the Tire Fire was so great. It's an integral part of the Simpsons canon. <laughs> or, like, Hank Scorpio's Secret Base... Oh, dude, Scorpio. I know, but it costs a lot of money. I don't want, like, it's just not worth it. I can, I can, you can still grind that stuff out by earning donuts. Oh, well, but, then, yeah, don't, don't bother then. Like, at some point, I'll just probably spend my donuts on a character. Like, uh, Hans Molman is 60 donuts, so I'm gonna save up for that. Because that guy's so sad. Just this sad, weird little guy. And then he'll live in my town. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, 
in a lot of ways, I wouldn't say it's, like, fun. It's just a Simpsons thing. So I kind of like it, because I like The Simpsons. But if you don't like The Simpsons, like, don't. So you're, you're just literally just playing it for the license? Well, like, well, yeah, almost. Like, it's just, like, this is kind of a thing to do on my iPhone every day. Um, I can unlock more Simpsons in it, and I like Simpsons. And it also kind of just reinvigorated my interest in that show, so I watched a couple more episodes. That show's good. The Simpsons. Check it out um, in stores now. Uh, I also played, I guess this is a new indie little experiment by the Slender Guy called Where Am I? Okay. It's a super short little thing. Um, if I explain, like like any like of these kind of twisted horror game things, if I explain like what happens, it's not really worth experiencing. Basically, you're just walking through hallways and like, in this, like just spooky hallways, and claustrophobia is a factor. And at some point, something bad happens to you. Um, and it's not its not In quite like... In a horror like, game? What? I know. It's not quite like the staircase thing, which we played. It's more kind of like, okay, more organic than that. I wouldn't even say it's scary. It's just stressful. It's just kind of... Well, if it, if it has actual substance compared to that stupid staircase thing, I'm still pissed about that. Okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it has much substance, but it's way shorter. It's like five minutes. Where so, can you find this? Uh, just on the internet, like, I, like if you go to the Slender website, I think it links off of there, um, okay. w- which is officially online now. It's just a, yeah, basically the Unity uh, development engine or whatever, if you have the thing that allows you to just play those on the internet. That's also how I played Race the Sun, which I brought up earlier and linked in the Facebook group. Um, that game, uh, have you ever played Super Star Wars? No. John? I have, yep. Okay, you know the land speeder levels where you're just yep. kind of racing towards the horizon? It kind of reminds me of those, um, but... Mm. Okay, fair enough, but it's way faster and randomly generated obstacles, and it's kind of got this arcade scoring system and stuff. And you're solar-powered, so kind of like uh, oh, Tiny Wings, you're, you're like trying to race this... You're literally racing against the sun, I guess, and you have to speed up faster and faster. Tiny Wings 1. Yes. Is there okay. really a Tiny Wings 2? Oh, I guess because... Yeah, I remember you well, raced the other... That other mode, two. but it's that's just a additional mode, right? But in that one, you're just racing your birds, right? In the original game, you're trying to go fast enough to st- keep the sun up in the sky. This is kind of like that. Um, it, okay. it was just a simple, fun little thing. It's it's trying to... It's making a pitch on Greenlight as well. I said, sure, why not? But it's it looks like it would really probably do better as like a tablet game or something like it's really simple it's just left and right controls um but i'm I, sure if if they got it up on steam it would they'll bring it to i guess it just seems iOS. like an odd platform for it but it 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 plays nice and hey it's free on the internet right now so if, if you want to check it out there it is um but yeah where, where am i was kind of just a neat little thing um probably one of the games i spent the most amount of time with the last week or two um it, it like we heard about it at the double fine party um, or right around that same time, Middle Manager of Justice, their mobile game, um, which is a superhero management game, which I would probably compare to kind of like Game Dev Story, but or, or those games, but kind of with some RPG stuff in there too, and it's pretty fun. Uh, it, it kind of visually is reminding me of The Incredibles, which is a movie I like. Cool. Um, and good art style to mimic. Yeah, and it's just you're like little you're just managing an office of superheroes, uh, sending them out to solve crimes like and they, like for one of these kind of grindy like it's also a pay to play game it's free to play that one I spent like two bucks on just to kind of see how the economy worked and stuff. 
Um, my one takeaway from that, I spent $2 to get some Superium, and I hired a high-level superhero to join my crew. Don't do that, because if you hire like a maxed-out dude already, you can't really level him up or do anything with him, so it's just kind of boring. Because, like, oh, okay. like, it's just nice to see your heroes grow and level up and learn new abilities and stuff, but if you've already kind of bought a maxed-out guy, you know... It, what do you do with a maxed-out guy? Uh, I guess you could still get him to learn different powers, but at no point is he gaining experiences from any of the jobs you're sending him out on, so he's kind of just your ringer. And you can only ever have four heroes in your lineup um, at a time. Oh, okay. So I kind you of... have a very good middle manager if you can only manage four people. I know despite my office being way bigger now. I guess it's kind of limited in that way, but I benched that guy. He was a mummy, which, you know, that was kind of cool, but whatever. He, he's on the bench now, and I hired a new superhero. Um, so yeah, like, but, Wasn't there something about this game where they released it and then they weren't supposed to, so they were like, uh, just beta test it, I guess. Uh, I guess did you hear about this? No, what, what we did here at the, like Chris Remo was saying, it was out in Canada first, which was kind of weird. Yeah, no, this is actually only a couple days ago. Okay. Apparently it had come out, it wasn't supposed to come out, so they were like, hey, for anyone that got it, let us know if there's something wrong, because it wasn't done, and we would love to fix what's wrong. Oh, good. That explains literally every problem I've been having with it, because, yeah, there's some weird bugs. Um, yeah, so, c- congratulations, you're helping them beta test it, you should go tell them what's up. Right, I posted one of them on the forums, but I guess I'll I'll, I'll post some of the other ones I've encountered. Um, they're super minor, but, like, one of the heroes just has some corruption around them right now whenever they're facing you which is weird um and also the couch in the rec room no one sits on it they sit in front of it that's one of the things i've noticed but like it's it other than that like it's totally functional and it i guess the main thing i want to emphasize is just unlike a tiny tower where you're just kind of spinning your wheels forever and nothing's happening like you're just kind of building a tower for the sake of building a tower this one actually has little narrative elements in it it has different abilities that your heroes can kind of learn and different rooms you can level up and stuff. Like, it has so much variety going on for one of these grindy games um, that, unlike Simpsons Tapped Out, where you kind of hit a point where you've done everything you can do for free and then you just kind of have to wait, this game keeps feeding you things that you can keep doing. Which, on one level, might kind of work against the pay-to-play thing. Like, unless you're impatient, you wouldn't really be incentivized to spend much money on it. I, the main reason I spent some money was just, like, I like Double Fine, and I got this game for free, so here's a couple dollars. Um, but I guess maybe it would be a faster-paced experience, and you could get over... Like, I am kind of stuck at this one boss battle, so I'm just kind of learning abilities to get past that hump. But I guess you could, in theory, pay money to do the same thing and learn those abilities faster. But whatever. Um, for For... Like, relatively speaking to this kind of free-to-play mobile game, it's a pretty good one, um, and it has a good amount of personality and stuff for for one of these games as well. So I, I am really liking it. That is interesting, though, to hear that it's not supposed to be out yet, because that explains the lack of polish on some stuff. I thought it was just because I have a 3GS, and that's old, but okay. Um, Proteus is a game that I played, although, actually, okay, kind of like 30 Flights of Loving... It's, I don't know if I'd describe it as a game. It is an interactive experience that I enjoy. But okay. it's almost like a musical thing. I, I, this was a thing that the Johann Sebastian Joust guy at PAX was like raving about and said you had to try it out. So I just kind of was like, okay. Um, 
how to explain it without making it sound super boring or pretentious. Uh, uh, you basically, you just kind of walk around this island, and it's like this really colorful... Okay, okay, no, this was kind of one of the comparisons that may not help anybody, but you know how I've described that moment in Far Cry 2 where I just kind of stopped and looked at the sunrise? Mm-hmm. Yep. This game loves that kind of mentality and is basically about that. So you're just kind of wandering around this weird, colorful world, and you're basically just supposed to stare at it and be like, oh, that's so awesome. Why are the stars blinking like that? That's so weird. Oh, what are these creatures? They make weird sounds. Oh, this tree's changing color because the sun is going, ah. Like, it's just, you're just wandering around this kind of ambient atmosphere. It sounds like you're a hippie of the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just an like an ambient music album, but you're walking in it. Like it, like it costs seven fifty, which like I would equate to music really. Like it was more like I bought a weird experimental music album that had a really cool interactive video, and it's called Proteus. Like if if that helps. Where do you find it? Um, that was also on the humble bundle thing, but I I just kind of searched Proteus game on Google, and it was the top thing. Um, okay. And yeah, that was five bucks. Or no, sorry, that was seven fifty. Uh. 30 Flights 11 was 5 bucks. So yeah, I've just been kind of looking for weird indie stuff since since PAX and touching base with that stuff. I also picked up Oregon Trail, which we saw there, um, and I was playing that today. Interesting little game. Um, I died. Uh, I was fighting off the zombies, trying to get some parts for my station wagon so we could make it across the country. Oh, Oregon so th- Trail. This is literally Oregon Trail with Oregon's the zombies. With zombies, yeah. But they actually really commit to kind of uh, that kind of post-apocalyptic trek. Like, it's almost like Walking Dead in a weird way. You know how Kenny's plan is we gotta get going, get on the road and drive? Yep. This is you with your crew trying to drive across the country to where you think it's safe. Um, and on the, on the way, like, you'll just encounter bandits and, like, you, like, and, and like any great game like this, you name your friends after it. So, you know, my cousin Dustin, he got kidnapped yep. by a bandit and then I, I shot, but I missed and then he got shot in the back of the head and it was terrifying. So that, that's what happened. Um, and then I died trying to get food and stuff for the group, so I don't know what happened to everybody else. Hopefully they made it. But, yeah. Like, um, and then it kind of grades you on your decisions and the amount of supplies and stuff you had and gives you a score at the end. Um, I'll try it again later. It was actually pretty involved. I was pretty impressed with the amount of variety of stuff they give you. Like, there's different missions you can get, um, that will earn you scrap metal or money or food or whatever. And those typically involve taking down some bandits or going out into a zombie-infested area and retrieving some stuff. Um, there was, and then there's also, you know, like, hunting and whatever, but that is mostly scavenging. Like, it's you versus zombies. The shooting mechanics are pretty good for a touch-based thing. Um, and the level of management of your car and and people is pretty cool. So, like, yeah, for, like, a $3 little game, um, it's pretty cool. So is yeah, this, um, is this iOS? That's iOS. So that one just okay. uh, search Oregon Trail spelled A N, um, and there you go. Uh, that's it for the games I played. So let's move on to emails because we were talking about the news. Emails, questions. All right, news. This looks like another series of random thoughts from Ty Blue. So let's jump in. Uh, some of them are questions. Some of them are thoughts. Okay. Can we hear question th- thoughts? I, I'm assuming this is an inside joke for John, but I don't know. Can we hear the voice of Mexican Terminator? Um. Okay. So there's a a joke character I kind of came up with during a live stream, which was Mexican Terminator, because I have this Terminator mask, and I have this uh, 
sombreros, so I just put them on together. Wait, Terminator uh, mask, is it like a Schwarzenegger thing with the glasses, or is it Robert Patrick? No, like, it's a giant, like, Terminator skull that you put on your Oh, like a uh, silvery, like, exoskeleton skull? Gotcha. Oh, you're showing hello, us in the Skype video? Hello, uh, might not be working anymore. Oh. Well, this is great. I'll just imagine it. All right. Testing. So Testing. the Terminator, but with a sombrero. Test. No, no, it's not gonna work. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what What does he sound like? It's It's just a robot distortion. So I'm at just I'm actually a Mexican person talking with a. This is this is so racist. It's kind of racist. Racism. Yeah. Racism. Burritos are pretty good though. Um. Email racism. Okay. Unfortunately, John's opinions do express the opinions from that <laughs> perspective. Yeah. I'm not actually racist. It's one third of the. I just had a sombrero and a Terminator mask, and he's a made... giant racist. That's my one character flaw. Okay. All right. So Mexican Terminator sounds like a Mexican term. Terminator. A, a, a robotic Mexican. Yeah. All right. Um. This next one, I don't even know. Okay. We don't all have Twitch TV. Upload. Th- Upload the Pong racist crap to the channel. Favorite pony, uh, the correct answer is Derpy Hooves. Oh, okay. Okay, so what they're referring to with the uh, the, the Yeah, I don't know pong? what any of these mean. Racist Pong is referring to our game of metagame. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, right. <laughs> I was part of that one. Oh, so he's yeah, yelling at... Yeah, that's the one thing you should have gotten. So he's yelling at you yes. for not sharing that with the YouTube people. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, it's on Ustream. Uh, I, might, I might still move it up there at some point, I don't know. Okay. Um, and as for Derpy, um, I have a keychain with Derpy on now, so it's a good pony. So you you agree that it's the best pony? No, but she's all right. What what, it, what is your best pony then in that case? Uh, I, inquiring inquiring minds want to know. Man, it, yeah. it keeps changing. Like I've like it's kind of yeah. This week I'm I'm just kind of in a rarity mood. You know what I mean? Got my new T-shirt. Yeah. I don't know what you mean, but what's the next question? All right. Will the real, the runaway guys, I keep saying the real guys. I don't know why. I'm sorry. The runaway guys. As opposed to those fake people. Yeah. More like the runaway girls. Hey, yo. Hey. All right. Witty, right there. Never heard that one before. Hey, will you do Secret of Mana? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Tim's already done an LP of it. Okay. Uh, it is three player, but it takes a while to get to a point where you even get extra characters. Yo, what so about Psych and Setsu three? I'm just. Joking. I, I guess we could. I, whatever. I, I'm not. I don't know. Just that was one of those early like, dude, this game never came out here. It got translated though. Get an emulator. But well, it is it is Secret of Mana too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you love Secret of Mana? That was one of the ones I. Uh, I never I never played it growing up. Yeah, me neither. I I actually played Secret uh, Secret of Mana two before I played Secret of Mana one. Okay. I'll was, be blunt about was that. This, was this game also on the Game Boy Advance? Uh, that's the Mana series started on the Game Boy and then Game Boy Advance and all that jazz. Okay, because so like, this one of sort of Mana, Advance. I think, is the one you have. Yeah, okay. I guess just briefly on Game Boy Advance, this just seemed like a game that John may have played. Did you ever play Ninja 5.0, a.k.a. Ninja yeah. Cop? Yeah! Is it awesome? I watched some footage that of it yesterday. That game is awesome, yeah. Okay. Cool. Don't worry, it, that game was hard as hell to find a copy of, though. Okay. Fair enough. But, alright. Um, any of the Devil May Cry games, do you want to let's play those ever? Maybe. Um, I have been toying with the idea of doing the Devil May Cry series in general, but I'll probably do Ninja Gaiden Black before I do that. Okay. Or maybe at the same time, I don't know. Okay. Um, does Chugga have a hugging problem? Like, specific- Not really. He just kind of plays it up. Okay. So he just likes hugging people? 
sort of. I don't know, in videos. He doesn't actually do it that much in real life. Oh, okay. Just apparently he was hugging Tim a lot in the Kirby LP. Yeah. Okay. He just wanted to show the guy love. Um, Put the scary game stream on your channel because he can't get Justin TV on his phone. That's what Watch he says. Watch it on your computer? Watch it on your computer. It, it, it ended up not being... Like, it was okay, but... It wasn't... It's literally... It's gonna be me being scared about sticky keys and then me getting pissed off about that stupid staircase game. Yeah, staircase that's, that's game... That's all it will be, really. ...really didn't go over well with anything. You probably just sold it, so... Actually, you're probably right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Damn it! Uh, okay, so that's it from Ty Blue. Thank, thanks again for sharing your mind with us. Um, okay, this next one's from Nile. <laughs> what? <laughs> good, good delivery, good yeah. delivery. Um, What's the next question? Have you guys ever read any creepypasta-related stuff to video games? Uh, I read Pokemon Black, and I read uh, some of the Ben Drown stuff. What was your reaction to it? Felt unsettled, but it was like, What eh. is creepypasta? It's basically just someone making up a, a fake, scary story. Okay. Okay. Cool. That doesn't sound awful. I I didn't know what this was either. I thought I thought it was like food left in the fridge too long. Get no, it, it's actually making fun of the phrase copy pasta, which is you know just copy and paste. But right. creepy pasta is just a creepy version of that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I get it. All right. This next one's uh, from Nathan, not me. At least I <laughs> I don't remember writing this. Are you Are you sure? I'll read through it. I I don't know. Um, did, did you blank out at some point? Is this your alter ego? Is this your Tyler Durden? <laughs> we'll see. I, I'm not sure. At the end, are, of the, are you a name if this is an alter ego? Yeah, am <laughs> Never I said he was Pitt? creative. Okay, That's true. At the end of the podcast, John John brings up the idea that the next generation of consoles might not support the previous generation's online services. This has actually already happened with Xbox Live. When Microsoft decided to expand into streaming TV and internet radio, they dropped support of original Xbox services. You got to keep your account name, but you can't download any DLC for original Xbox titles, play them online, or or play any that require you to connect to Xbox Live, like Fantasy Star Online. You're also unable to get any patches that might have fixed the game game breaking bugs. Um, sorry for bringing up something so long ago. I've just never bothered to check the links on the side of John's YouTube channel until this afternoon. So I've just been having the podcast running in the background as I play video games and browse the net this evening. Okay, there you go. Well, that brings up the question: like, what podcast was that? That could have been a long time ago. I don't think that was anything we've recently talked about. Ah, uh, I'm not sure. Like, we we've kind of been bringing up their online services, like with me getting into PlayStation Plus and stuff lately. So maybe it's pertaining to that. I don't really remember. Um, but. I guess maybe it was also back at E3 when we were talking about the next console jump next year. I'm not sure. Maybe. But okay. I, that, that that probably would make sense, actually. But, like, I guess Microsoft dropping support for the Xbox was especially unceremonious, wasn't it? Like, they just really kicked that thing aside really quickly. Like, Sony kind of had more well, support. Well, they left it going for a few years. Yeah, like, it only happened, like, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Oh, where they actually cut Xbox Live? I think it was two years ago, yeah. Yeah. And they said they were doing it so they could, like, up the friends limit you could have on... Well, that was the thing everyone well, no, I think for. I think that's what people assumed, because that didn't happen, right? Right. Yeah, so, I guess. So next time around is when that'll happen. But I think it's just, you know, it's old enough. They're like, guys, we don't want to keep paying for these servers. But specifically with this, it, like, would the services we're talking about getting cut be, like, Xbox Live Arcade games are locked to your 360? You can't bring them Yeah, forward. who knows? I, I, I doubt it, but who knows? Okay. I don't know. All right. I, I, Do you remember when they when they cut Xbox Live and those people kept playing Halo for like a week there? Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, because they the game was still connected. Yeah, that was awesome. That was that was a cool thing to do. Those are some internet heroes right there. So super. And nerdy, didn't they but... stop playing because like 
they just one by one were getting like power outages. Yeah, like power outages or like their Xbox would overheat and crash. Yeah, exactly. So that was the end Dedicated of Dedicated to the end. That whole thing. Um other than that, like I guess online like there, ha- there isn't tons of precedent for it. Like what did P- what did PlayStation do with PSN like um not PSN, but like could you play SOCOM 3 today or no? Probably not. I never had any of the online stuff for the PS2, so I have no idea. Same here. Okay, the only one no, I specifically oh, Metal Gear remember... Metal Solid 3. I did play Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah, me too. And I specifically remember there was a day the where they dropped stuff? support for that. I don't... So, Fantasy Star? Yeah, Fantasy Star. Well, like, Mario Kart? Can you still do that one? That was no. Worm Tunnel, like, right? That was weird stuff. Uh, Warp Pipe is what Warp it was Pipe, yeah. That was, like, not legit. Yeah, the only games on the GameCube that actually used the online service were the Fantasy Star Online games. Oh, and... okay. Nothing official Nintendo did, as far as I know of. Okay. Okay, sure. So again, Steam is the future. Just get on there. Won't change, dude. They won't They won't stab you in the back. Hopefully. I don't know. No, the Wii U is the future. I got it pre-ordered. Oh, okay. I got a digital receipt. That's part of you the future. You have a digital receipt? You were just pre-ordered it online? Yeah. So you can play Darksiders does, 2. Does it let you pick what store you pre-order from? Well, no. Or are you just getting it shipped? Oh, you're just getting it shipped. Just getting it shipped. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to go pick. It wouldn't let me pick it up in store, and I didn't care. So I think I might be getting it within the launch week, so not day one. Hmm. But I don't care. I'll probably do a day one on that. Yeah, I I was like, oh, I could do a day one, but then I was like, I, I, what? Who care? I don't care. I don't care. Sorry. All right. All right. But, uh, yeah. Um, so that's it. That's it for emails. Uh, if you want to write us, uh, top down perspective at gmail.com or Twitter, uh, top down perspective podcast or TDP podcast. It's TDP podcast. Yeah. Right. Or, uh, check us out on Facebook. Um, and game of the week, middle manager of oh, justice. Yeah. Game of the week for me would be rock band blitz. Okay. Um, Robocop versus the Terminator. Robocop versus right, the Terminator. There you go. Trio of awesome hot hits. Check them out. Uh, see you next week. Sailing off into the wild blue yonder. To the digital sunset. The purple ocean, yeah.